You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Wait, I wasn't ready. What? <laughs> this is no time, Michael. You gotta hurry. Yeah, do it again, do it again. What the fuck? <laughs> Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hey, yo. Hey, yo. My name is Michael, or Black and Comic Geek. Wow. A few years ago, I cosplayed as a steak. But what? I'm a retired girl now, and I'm on Blurred Vision. Go back to episode 25 to hear my job audition. <laughs> he really wrote down <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, okay, go for it, man. I'm feeling it. <laughs> if you like us at all, tell your friends and tell your neighbors. Blurred Vision is here, and we're trying to get famous. Jeremy Johns, Double Toasted, and Screen Junkies are our idols, but only you guys can help us become their Super Saiyan rivals. Oh! Michael News sometimes gets his facts wrong, me a culpa, but we promise to take this show beyond and plus ultra. <laughs> okay, kudos for the plus ultra ending. <laughs> That's pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, wait, wait. See when I when I put my mind to it. <laughs> yeah, I work on your uh, your your freestyling though. You can't be looking at your notes while you're doing it. <laughs> It's not a freestyle, it's a, it's a note style. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, guys, welcome to a late episode of, Bl <laughs> of Blurred Vision. for the late episode? It's, it's me. <laughs> Usually it's Michael, but it, it's time it's me. Usually it's me, yeah. Yeah, I was filming the last episode, or the, the ending of the last episode, or the second episode of Power Rangers Unworthy. So, because I was doing that for literally the whole day, 12 hours in the freezing cold, in basically a cave. <laughs> uh, by the time we actually finished the episode, it was already like 8 o'clock, and we decided to get food, and we didn't finish eating until like 10, so I was like, fuck it. <laughs> no time for an episode this week. And then we were going to record last night, or yesterday, but it didn't work out. Yeah, Monday. Time-wise. Yeah. So we're going to take a break, but we've gotten so many requests from you guys, we felt all that love. We felt the disturbance in the force. Like a thousand voices cried out in pain. Oh, I passed this week, Michael. I'm like, nope. I'm yeah, I got a lot of messages about that. So I was like, you know what? I can't let everybody down. <laughs> so we decided to not only record a, you know, an episode this week that was a little bit late, but we also did a Patreon bonus episode for you guys. Um, so if you don't have your fill of this episode, since it's going to be a little bit shorter than usual, you guys can jump on our Patreon and listen to... Yeah, we're going to try to make this episode short. Yeah, try. We're going to try. Yeah. We always say that, and we never do. Yeah, we already did an hour for Patreon. That was uh, for most anticipated movies of 2019. Check it out if you're not a Patreon and subscriber yet. But that was about an hour, so we're going to try and do an hour and a half at least for this not gonna happen, but little brief episode. I think we can do it! No, I think we can do it! It's not going to happen. Oh, my God. It's no, the final topic in the news, no, it's... No, we got we got a couple discussions. Oh man, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm still recovering from that freaking shoot, man. Four, I was like 12 hours in the 20 degree weather. It's gonna be a oh, speaking of which, 
I forgot. I just made me, made me talk about it. We could do it later, but what? you have to watch the video for us to uh, talk about it. What video? Uh, Bill Maher is in the news again because he's... An again? Yes. He said more bullshit about Stan Lee? It wasn't about Stan Lee, but it was about comic book fans. And that's what we're... And spoiler alert, uh. that's what we're going to end on. Why will he just shut the fuck up? Why will he quit when he's ahead? That is a great fucking question. <laughs> seeing that, I was like, I used to like Bill Maher. Now I'm like wondering what the fuck... Why did I like him? I also vaguely remember liking Bill Maher back in the day. But I feel like that's just that talk show. He's been like a fucking asshole. Yeah, now I'm like, he's a fucking cunt. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's what we're going to talk about at the end. Okay, all right. <laughs> we're also going to be talking about uh, CW of the Week, Flash, and Arrow, but not Supergirl because fuck that show. <laughs> Michael watched the last episode, not the most recent no, one. I watched last week's episode. I yeah, last week's. Yeah. I haven't watched either. I'm I'm done. I think I'm done, guys. <laughs> I just I have no desire. You said that. I, you say that, and then you'll probably watch it. And uh, like, oh, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> Other than CW stuff, we've also got uh, Michael's watched all of Promised Neverland, and I've watched episode three. So I guess we'll talk about that. Nora still hasn't watched Aurora. No, I haven't watched it yet. And I want to know what he thinks. I, I watch it. I watch it. Um, but what I did watch, I caught up on Young Young Justice. So we've got some cyborg stuff to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into all that and the news, as per usual, we have iTunes reviews, starting with our boy Deku. Uh, first review comes from Deku the Almighty. It's a five-star review. He remembered us. He's yeah. not busy for us. Nope. <laughs> we asked somebody to come through, and of course he does. Uh, subject is Spider-Man. Hey, guys. Amazing podcast as always. I'm finally caught up with the past episodes I've missed, and my God, have I missed listening to you guys so much. In fact, every morning I listen to you guys on the way to school. I recently saw the Spider-Verse, and uh, oh, I recently saw Into the Spider-Verse, and I absolutely loved it. I cried three or four times. Same, bro. Same. I believe especially at the Stan Lee cameo. It was a very compelling and well-written story, and there was nothing about it I didn't like whatsoever. I also got a new PlayStation so I could finally play Spider-Man PS4. I had to spend all my PS4 money and more. I, spent, I had to drop $1,100 on the last location in Power Rangers Unworthy. Well, that's what happens when you're a producer. <laughs> but it's like, I, I spent that money hoping that we'd be warm. The fucking place is cold as fuck. <laughs> There's no heat. Well, you should have brought in a portable heater. I don't know. I, did, I didn't know. They lied to me. Uh, dude, like Shazam supposedly had like a cooling unit or whatever in his suit. Supposedly, oh. that's why I saw Oh, that's why it's a million dollars? Yeah, a cooling unit in your fucking... A heating unit, you mean? Yeah, a heating unit in your Power Ranger suits. <laughs> I wish. Uh, I also got a new PS, a PlayStation, so I could finally play Spider-Man PS4, which I've had since it came out but couldn't play. I finished it within a week, and I love it just as much. I'm working on getting 100%. I'm currently at 99%. I highly enjoyed it, and I also had an idea. What if for Patreon thingy, you guys do a commentary? Yeah, you do a commentary of the game. Have Jordan play and Michael watch and tell him what to do. How long would that episode be? Like a like a 24 hour episode. 20 hour game. I think that would be interesting and funny to hear. That's all for this week, guys. Thanks for being awesome, and as always, go beyond plus ultra. Thank you, Jacob. And our last iTunes review comes from Cozy Boy Seven. It's a five star review. iTunes is doo doo trash. <laughs> for some reason, the the word doo doo made me laugh. <laughs> What's Gucci Blurs? It's your boy Cozy. I haven't left the review in a while. I need to start doing it more frequently. But y'all give something to listen to and laugh at on my early rides to work. 
I watched Promise Neverland and Roro, which I liked one more than the other. Oh my god, which is which? <laughs> Promise Neverland had an okay first two episodes, but I really couldn't get into it. Maybe because it's a mystery story about what we think as of now are regular human kids with hardly no action. The show is more or less a thriller, and that's not really my thing. Dororo, on the other hand, the MC has a straightforward objective. I'm more interested in seeing him adjusting to the senses he has never experienced before. Like, I think the third episode was pain, which he never felt before. It's never clear if the MC has emotions either. Sure, it was a scene where he hugs his adopted father, but I wonder, uh, he says, I wonder if he can feel hate, joy, etc. To end this long rant, I'd like to say the chemistry between you both is great, but ever since Jimmy left, I have missed a third opinion, and Michael, your brother, geeked my life. <laughs> your brother from last time. Wait, go back. What? I think my mic was off. Since when? I don't know. Because I, I just went like that, and it went up. And this is on. Nigga, if you, <laughs> for half that episode. I didn't, I didn't touch it. I just, I just went like this and it flicked up. So I'm like, what the hell? Was the mic off this whole time? I mean, I'll never know now. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go back and listen to it. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> if half our bonus episode is fucking silent, it's Michael's <laughs> fault. Fucking getting handsy with the mic over there. <laughs> I didn't touch I didn't touch it. Well, clearly you did. <laughs> clearly, because it was on when we started. Because I know I went like this, and I maybe I maybe when it fell, I, when I caught it. Maybe. Let me look at mine. Yeah, I'm good. So you're crazy. <laughs> it's Michael's fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. There are problems. The whole Patreon fault. episode is no sound from me. Oh, my God. That is such <laughs> trash. <laughs> Uh, let's see where, where did I leave off and the beginning of this episode my whole rap is gone now <laughs> yeah. uh, Missy third opinion Michael your brother geeked my life I probably replay the outro at least 10 times maybe he can be on a podcast one day he wants that so <laughs> uh, well this cozy this is cozy signing off keep up the good work and stay blurred thanks cozy and yeah we miss Jamie too I miss Jamie I like to whoa and we got all this noise pollution we got Michael's fucking Blurred Tower, whatever we're calling it. Or Cars are passing by. I got Mount the window Gay. open. It's fucking hot. Mount Gay is noisy, <laughs> but not in a good way because your your mic is down apparently. So well, it's on now supposedly. Okay, so we catch all the background noise. Great. <laughs> this episode's chaos. <laughs> Why are we doing this? <laughs> but that's it for iTunes reviews. Uh, and with that, let's just. But jump. yeah, uh, yeah, going back to what I said before the car passed by. Yeah, I miss Jamie too. Like I think the three of us, we had a pretty damn good dynamic. I go back and listen to old episodes. I'm just saying, memory. She was a balance. Yeah. Like, a lot of times, if we were positive on something, she'd be the dissenting voice. And a lot of times, she would convince. And sometimes, she would predict the future. <laughs> she would. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was the original prediction. <laughs> no, I'm still, I'm still the. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> she was the original kid prediction. Fuck you! <laughs> I had to work for that title. <laughs> and you're not you're not doing that good. <laughs> wow. Yeah, if you guys hear like a bunch of noise in the background of this episode, blame Michael. <laughs> Don't blame me. Blame Jordan. How are you blaming me? Everything is your fault. <laughs> Mount Gay is noisy as fuck. All right, let's get into topics this week. Let's talk about some CW shows, starting with the return of the Flash. Seeing red. Cicada's back and he's on a killing spree. We need to get all those metas to a safe house before Cicada finds them. These guys are bad news. You sure they're worth saving? No! Who wants to kill us? They say we kill him first. Now I'm like paranoid every time about this mic. 
Hey, hopefully, you know, because I'm like, maybe it turned off. I'm thinking, I'm like, please don't let the whole fucking Patreon episode. There's no mic word <laughs> or audio. Like, oh, I can fix it to an extent, but it might sound terrible. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, so this episode is The Flash. And for those who don't know our rating system here on Blurred Vision, we have a very unique rating system, and I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Catchapon. Um, so yeah, Flash and Arrow and all the CW shows came back from break. Uh, the last week's episode of The Flash was about uh, the continuing threat of cicada now he's on a killing spree just go killing all the metahumans after the elseworlds crossover um and in so doing the team flash encounters him again and he injures nora breaking her spine very reminiscent of when uh barry got his back broken by zoom Mm -hmm. uh and even though you know we've already established if you're a speedster yeah, yeah you have flash healing and even though they do give the excuse of, oh, well, she got cut by Cicada first, and the way his, his dagger works, it disrupts your powers, so she'll be paralyzed. It's taking, for, it's taking longer. Yeah, but it's not even like it's like it's permanent. They no, may just it's, like, they even said, it's, yeah, it's she's, still, she's still going to heal. Yeah, but it's for whatever just, reason, that triggered da- uh, Barry's daddy instincts. He's like, oh, you hurt my daughter! <laughs> and hence the title of the episode, Seeing Red, he goes on like a quest of vengeance. An injustice Superman. Mm-hmm. He decides that, Cicada is a big enough threat that he's got to just put him down. And even though people like Zoom literally killed his father, <laughs> he didn't go and over the edge for Flash that. killed his mother. Yeah, he didn't go over the edge for that. I guess it's a kid. Seeing his daughter get temporarily injured <laughs> is what finally pushed him over the edge. Yep. Knowing she's going to heal. Yeah. Like, I get the idea behind it, but the execution is like, what? It's kind of weak. But yeah, so this episode is basically about that. So how did you feel about this week's episode of The Flash? Um, I didn't hate it, but I uh, I don't know. I think I'm getting to like a CW fatigue. <laughs> I, I I definitely have that, and it's a damn shame. I'm like, oh my god, is it happening? Is is a superhero fatigue finally happening? No, it's not even. It's not superhero fatigue. It's just CW because like Young Justice, I'm loving it. Yeah. Even Titans, I was enjoying it a lot. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna talk about it later, but that Agents of Shield trailer, like fucking great was it though it, to me it was <laughs> Fuck you. but yeah it's just it's just a cw fatigue but i think i have less of it with the flash only because on the strength they have of, the most good faith of barry iris and nora mm, okay i see what you're saying like i really love their storyline chemistry dynamic interplay interconnectivity mm. I don't know any. I don't know another interword. I mean, we've been saying it the whole this whole season. Like the best parts are when they focus on the relationship between Nora, Iris, and Barry. Yeah, so that's the only thing that's keeping me invested in this season because all the other stuff. Remember when Cisco was a great character that we all loved? Yeah. Now it's like, he's like oh, I he's don't like want barely there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't want metahuman powers anymore. And it's like, but what? why? Because yeah, Gypsy what? broke up with you, like yeah, and you got cut in the hands, and that bummed you out. Like I don't. <laughs> They just need a story. I don't, I don't even like how corny, they just need a story for him because they don't. But I don't even like how corny the Killer Frost stuff is now with like her relationship with Caitlyn and like they're best buddies now. And I don't want to lose you, other me. <laughs> and now we're talking to each other. Yeah, it's it's interesting, but it's just like yeah. I mean, I would say that's the second most interesting thing. 
more than like Cisco. Like I don't care. But really, actually, no. That's probably but I like Killer that's Frost, a, which was I'll, savage. I'll probably say that's the third most interesting thing because I really want to see where the thread goes with uh, Sherlock and Sherlock. Nora. Yeah, and the the investigation he's doing about where she's what her real intentions are, and I love the scene in this episode where he's investigating her journal, and he's like, "Oh, there's two different handwritings in this journal, so obviously there's someone else behind someone, the scenes." There's a mastermind. And then when he looks in the the computer screen, it's the reflection of his face, and as we all know, Eo Barthon is wearing his face. It's like, oh, that was good foreshadowing. I like that. Yeah. So I am curious, and I'm hoping that Reverse Flash will be the back half villain for this season. Not Cicada. Because I'm over Cicada. I hate every encounter with him now. Because every time they fight, I'm just like... What what Barry does to him in this episode should be what he does every episode. Yeah, I was like, why you couldn't can he do stop this? time? Why couldn't he do this in every episode? <laughs> oh, but when he's in the area, he can, t- he can stop your powers from working. But it's like, but he has to activate that. You can stop well, time. No, I, think, I think whenever the dagger... Whenever you're near the dagger... It sucks your powers. I think it only worked when he stopped time. Is because he threw it out. He threw it out the building to try to get uh, the flash. But I guess he dodged it or whatever the case but may be. But there's so many. There's been so many opportunities. Okay, well, Mountain Gay is. <laughs> was that uh? Was that Wolf <laughs> or what is it? That was Wolf yeah. from Young Justice. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, I, I. There's been so many opportunities to beat him. Like, how many times have they, like, gotten his dagger away from him? And then it's as if they forget to just beat him right away. They'll, they'll be distracted, and they'll just walk away. Or, like, in this episode, like, when he's about to kill Cicada, spoilers, I don't care, spoilers <laughs> this episode, <laughs> when he's about to, like, you know, finish him off, like, oh, I'm gonna kill you! And Nora runs up like, Dad, no, stop! He's like... He he's like, oh my god, Nora. Okay, he lets he, him go. Yeah, he lets him go. Runs he, up to Nora. Not even runs. He or, walks, yeah, walks over to Nora. Nora. I'm like, just knock him out. Or handcuff. Do something. Something. Put a use your dampener handcuffs. Like, why do they keep setting it up in a way that he's always beaten and they have him? Like, the battle's over and they just let him go with some stupid move they do. Yeah. Like even we didn't talk about it before in the previous episode before the cross the Elseworlds crossover. But when they again they beat him by vibing his dagger into space. Into space, Michael. They wait around for him to they, yeah, they just stand, that whole time he's sticking his hand up in the air. They're just standing around. They're just standing there waiting for the dagger to get back into his fucking, hand. Fucking Iris is on the computer seeing the dagger change trajectory and head back to Earth. But I'm like, it would take a few seconds, at least. Yeah, at least. Beat him. Yeah, stop him right then and there. He's but a regular they all, guy. They all just look up. Huh? But then also at the same time, they make it seem like he's such a great fighter and Barry isn't that when they do fight, he... But, but clearly, from this episode, if he just kicks the fuck... If Barry just stops giving a fuck, he'd destroy him. And in that moment where you're waiting... As soon as Iris is like, the dagger's coming back. Oh, shit. Flash time. <laughs> Speed shit out of him! Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. That's what kills me: the fact that they they consistently had him beaten, and then just something will happen and he'll get away. I'm like, fuck! I'm done. I'm tired. <laughs> just, just, just feel like filler. That's and that's the problem you run into with like 22 episodes. Like, you got to keep, uh, you got to let the villain keep getting away because otherwise. But it's how you write it. You know what I mean? It's like, definitely you how you write you it. You don't yeah. have to write it so that every time they basically have him dead to rights. You know what I'm saying? Like, just have it so 
they don't get his dagger away from him, or like they try to, but they can't. Like something. But when you have him beaten, and he's like, "Well, I'll just I'll just let you go, and I'll walk over to my daughter, who I know is fine." But I always be like, "Hey, Nora, are you okay? Like, what are you doing?" <laughs> you know, yeah. Killer Frost is holding the dagger back, like, "Ah, I'm getting weak." And she's like, "Oh, they're like, oh, I forgot." And it's like, "Come on, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> well, yeah, that's uh, that's my issues with this episode. Yeah, mine too, but. I don't know. I still like the Nora stuff, even though they really. Ch- but I feel like they really tried to ham in the emotion of, "Oh, my back's broken," but it's like paralyzed. They said you're gonna heal, yeah. so it's like it once they said, longer. "Yeah," once they said that, it's like the threat level is gone. Like if if maybe they would have just said, "Because of the dark matter, I don't think you're gonna heal." Yes. And then it turns out that it, it got out of her system or whatever, and then she healed. Then that's a whole different scenario than saying, yeah, it's just going to take longer for her to heal, but she's still going to heal. Again, it's the execution. Because it, like it was like one scene where it's like, can you just leave me alone, Mom? I just, I just want to be alone right now. And the very next scene, her toes are wiggling. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you seem like a drama queen now. <laughs> but they keep, but the good part of the episode is that they keep, like, from all of this, it brought them even closer together. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. now, when the revelation happens that she's been working with the Reverse Flash, Barry's gonna feel super betrayed. And then I'm just thinking, about, I was thinking about all this stuff with like Cecile, and I'm saying, Fuck. "Oh yeah, call Joe until I call Joe in Tibet, and he's still with Wally. He's not answering the phone." And I'm like, I get they gotta make excuses for him not being in the show because he injured himself. So when Joe like, gets back, you guys are gonna be a, a team we reckon with. We already are. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> why are you here? But Wally isn't. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, I keep thinking about what you said. It's like, you should have just killed Wally off because all this, oh yeah, Wally's in Tibet with Joe. It's like, once you, what, when Joe comes back, then what? And funny made... enough, I'm like, this is the most you've mentioned Wally yeah. only because Joe's gone. Then you mentioned when he actually left the show and that's your brother. Yeah. That's your son. And if they killed Wally off, it would have made Cicada such a more threatening villain. And given Barry and Iris and the whole team much bigger reason to hate him. You know what I mean? Like, it would make, it would actually justify the hatred that Barry has in this episode. Because if Wally died, and then and, Nora, the, and you got your his your daughter, yeah. yeah. We're writing a better show. <laughs> we really are. <laughs> God damn it, Flash. What's I used to look forward to this show every week. I used to like literally spend all my Tuesdays looking forward to coming home yeah. just to watch the fucking episode. Me, t- me too. Now it's like, oh, it came out today? Whatever. <laughs> Granted, I used to I was I was a flight attendant when that when that happened, so I wasn't home, but I still was like, oh, the flash is on right now and I'm working. Fuck. I will have those thoughts. Now I'm just like, oh shit, I forgot the Flash came on today. Whatever. I have to watch it for the podcast at some point. <laughs> All right, so what would you rate this episode? Uh, passable. I'm also in the passable area. Uh, would I give it a high passable at least for the stuff? I, yeah, I'll give it a high passable. Just for the stuff I did like. Which is like the foreshadowing to reverse flash revelation. See, I think the stuff that I liked made kept it passable. It, yeah, made it passable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I also kinda liked even though I hate him as a character, the little bit of an arc they gave the snake eyed guy. You cared about I didn't care. I don't care about him. <laughs> But the fact that they gave him a little bit of an arc and was like, oh, because he never really seemed like the baddest bad guy. So to make him 
kind of like humanize and be like, oh yeah, I was I wasn't a bad guy always. I tried to be a nice guy once, and it fucked me up, and that's why I got the snake eye in the first place. I was like, oh okay, and the way it tied in to Killer Frost's arc this episode, I kind of mm-hmm. like that. But like, who cares? <laughs> like it wasn't like, oh my god, it was great. It was just like, oh, that's kind of that's pretty good writing. Okay. And then I feel like I don't know, like they're not. I feel like they're not using all of their characters. They're not well. It's so funny because they gave them all powers to keep them all involved with the story, but they're still not involved with the story. Exactly. So why did they make everybody a superhero? And it's like, take something in in contrast that has way more characters and less episodes, and yet they still use every single character efficiently. And I mentioned on on the podcast before when we reviewed it, I don't think there's a single weak character, and there's like 17 of them, runaways. Mm, yeah, yeah. Every single character is important. Yeah, that's and true. Needed, but you got this with with way less characters. But it's like Cisco, like he doesn't really get a story. What the fuck is going on with Dibney? Not really anything. Nothing. He's basically just the other Sherlock. Yeah, like and lesser, they'll they'll give a lesser him lesser version of it. But not even sometimes they'll make it seem like he's just as smart. You know, not to make him seem like he's not useless. But then it's like, then why have Sherlock? Like you know what I mean? It's like. You you're just overlapping characters at that point, and again you got rid of Wally, but whatever. <laughs> For that same reason, like oh we don't want two speedsters. Meanwhile, you have two speedsters now. <laughs> yeah, you do. Fuck the whole season. <laughs> so mad. All right, but yeah, all right. Let's move on. Let's get into this week's episode of Arrow. My name is Emiko Queen. This is the best lead we've had on running out who's under that hood. Their mystery man is actually a woman. Wow, really? If Oliver Queen knew anything, is that you can't save the city alone. I'm not Oliver Queen. And after the revelation that the other Arrow vigilante has been running around Star City in Oliver's absence, dun dun dun! It was a girl the whole time. Bullshit. Yeah, it, I, especially you, when you see her. When you go back. Yeah, when they reveal it and you see, I'm like, that's b- bullshit. And it's not this be oh you're sexist. It's like no, no it wasn't, it wasn't even the same. It was not the same body type. Nope. No. And even like and now it's just so funny. I know it's because it's the audience, but it's like it doesn't make sense story wise. She was fully covered up until the revelation that it was Emiko, like Oliver's sister or whatever. But now in the beginning of this episode, she doesn't have a mask. No, she doesn't have a mask. It's just like a domino mask. So I'm like, you would see easily that she was a girl if she was doing this from the beginning. Uh-huh. But like, why Why now? You're going to be like, ah, who cares? Because we need to reveal it. Yeah, like, we reveal it now, so who cares, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, fucking retarded. <laughs> but yeah, so it's mostly following. And then not only that, like, she's still a regular person. So it doesn't explain how she fucking monkey jumped up yeah. that pole a couple episodes ago. Yeah. I guess, fucking, what's the, what's the father's name? Robert Queen. Robert Queen. Yeah. Some of his balls, man. He has some crazy fucking genetics, man. So it went to her, but not Oliver. I, I mean, he he has moments too where he's well, yeah, like he monkey. Has, Remember yeah, in the he prison? Has moments, that yeah. monkey jump thing he did. It's like, all right, <laughs> that's the only way this makes sense. Because at least with like someone like Chase, like Adrian Chase, they gave the excuse of like, oh, he trained with all the same people that Oliver did. Hers is just she's genetically gifted, I guess. Like, did they talk about yet? Really, where her training came from? No. So it's like they didn't talk about that at all. Yeah, like they the way they made it seem from this episode, she only started being the Green Arrow after her mother got killed last year, and yet she's basically and yet just she's as good basically as just as good as Oliver. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not feeling it. Um, like I know in the comic, Emiko Queen is his half sister, but her mother is actually Shadow. Oh. And so that's where the training and all that other stuff came from. Wait, there is no Thea. There is no Thea Queen in the comics. But Shadow was older than Oliver in the comics. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't like a thing where his dad fucked a girl that was no, like his no, age. No, no, no. Okay, because there was like a thing with him and Shadow in this. Yeah, in, okay. in the show. Okay, cool. All right, that's less creepy. Uh, <laughs> I was like, ew, Shadow, what the fuck? <laughs> that's almost as bad as the revelation of Gwen Stacy and Norman Osborn hooking oh, up. Oh, please don't bring that yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's forget that, but that was in the comics. That's that canon. Is, yeah, that's canon. They never wiped it out either. They never talked about it again. <laughs> but it's still canon. Yeah. It's fucking gross. It's fucking terrible. Um... But yeah, so most of this episode revolves around um, her working with Renee uh, to get vengeance for her mother being killed by just some random fucking dude. I mean, we don't even know if it's who it is, really, by the end of the episode. She no. thinks she knows who it is, but it's revealed that who she thinks it was, it actually wasn't him. Uh, it's going to be Diaz. <laughs> right? Because that's the other focus of this episode is with fucking Diggle and, and his wife making a deal with Diaz to basically put him in the new Suicide Squad. I'm like, God damn it. Why is Diaz still part of this story? I don't give a fuck about him being in a suicide squad or something. <laughs> and it's like, it's fucking up Dickler's relationship with his his woman. And she's calling him the new Amanda Waller and shit. I'm like, come on, it's too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, and I thought they I thought they weren't allowed to do Suicide Squad anymore because of this. Well, Suicide guess, Squad was trash, so. <laughs> But I guess it's because it's only one, so, so it's a suicide squad. But they didn't even call Warner. it Suicide Squad. They call no, it they the didn't. Ghost Protocol. The Ghost Protocol, but it's like, yeah. it's Suicide Squad. It's a Suicide Squad. Yeah. So it's a bomb in his neck. Bomb it's in his neck. It's squad. a Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other than those two things, and then it's like, why do you keep? Why? Why? Do you, why? why do you keep bringing Diaz? Why do you keep bringing Diaz back? No, <laughs> he's the worst villain, and he's such a big part of the series now. I'm like, you fucking more than any other villain they had. Yeah. Well, aside from maybe uh, Deathstroke. Not even Deathstroke, but it's... Uh, he did come back a couple times. What's his face? Uh, huh? Five Fingers? What? <laughs> oh, uh, Damien Dark. Damien Dark. I was like, what the fuck is his name? I get, but only because he showed up in different shows. Yeah. Like Legends of Tomorrow and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what Diaz needed to go, and I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Put Diaz over there. <laughs> Speaking of Legends, is anybody watching that show? <laughs> I don't. I don't even I don't even know if it came back the only reference. The only thing I know about Legends is that reference they had in The Flash with uh, Barry was reading Mick's book. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, that's it. <laughs> we're even talking about Snart became a good guy. Yeah, but it, that started but that started on The Flash, more or less. Yeah, that's true. Um, and the other thing about this episode that I wasn't a huge fan of, and it sucks for me because I was a, a big advocate of this early in the season, but those flash forwards got to go, bruh. I don't like it. I, I am firmly against this dark future timeline now. Only, I, I don't. I don't care where it goes. I feel like it. In some ways, I told, it, I told you. It, but I feel like in some ways it cheapens the the present day storyline because like they'll show you like for example in this episode it's all about Renee. In the future, Renee is like the 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 mayor of the Glades, and apparently he's turned his back on the team and Team Arrow and stuff like that. And I guess maybe the idea is. It's like this is the darkest possible future timeline for Arrow, but at the end of it, maybe everyone's gonna be redeemed and like the team's gonna come back together and maybe Felicity isn't really dead and I don't know what they're gonna do. But I just don't like knowing that, like for example, Renee's being a hero in this episode, 
But but then in the future, in the future he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's an asshole. Yeah, his daughter's proud of him right now. But in the future, they're estranged because he's he'd rather be the mayor than a vigilante. I don't know. It's like the decisions. Like what? What is the why? What is yeah, the, I, I, that's why I said to you before. Like I'm not a fan of these flash forwards. Like none of it makes sense to me. But it could be interesting. It could be, but it's not. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> like, for example, when we talk about um, the Umbrella Academy trailer, something like that. If you have, if you if you pepper in foreshadowing, like things happen in the future storyline that you're like, wait, how did that happen? And they pl- it gets paid off in the present storyline. But it's not doing that. And because it's not a time travel show, or, there's yeah. no connectivity. Yeah, or like if it was like Heroes, where they you had that. Remember, you had that one episode where it took place that five years in the future. Yes, where they're holding back all the awesome action. <laughs> yeah, and you saw, but it's still that world was still interesting. Yes, and you realize we have to prevent that future. Yes, but it's like, the- and there were even seeds of like Siler. He killed Nathan in that future. He did, and you didn't realize that until the end of the episode. So you were you were scared for Nathan, and he killed Claire in that yeah. future. Yeah, so it made you it put fear in you for the present story. Claire, but like for this, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but in this, um, like the stuff with Felicity, like there's almost no connection to what's happening right now. In this None. Story. Oh, Felicity was a terrorist and she died. What? What? And even that, like, what? where's where's Oliver? Like, he should be alive. Because twenty four six Oliver was alive, but who knows? Like I don't know. It's they're not focusing on the right things, and I feel like it's not. And it's very right. Like I don't know what they're looking for. Like I guess they're looking for whatever. I don't like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But you <laughs> should know. Like the the reason why the flashbacks were so effective in the season two was because they connected to what was going on yes, in the present, and they informed the present storyline. And it made like when when it was revealed at the midway point of season two, I'll never forget it. When they showed Deathstroke, when they showed Manu Bennett, I was like, "Oh shit, he's alive!" Like it completely changed how you look back at that flash. Oh, those flashbacks. Uh huh. And, and the fact that he was unraveling. and the fact that he was a villain because when the flashbacks they, they were, were on the same yeah they were friends. And then you saw him slowly unravel in the flashbacks, and it's like, "Oh, that's how he got there." I don't know. And it made the show so much stronger. But this shit. There's no connection. Yeah, there's no connect. Like, there's nothing that informs. Like, nothing in the past, because now it's the opposite, the reverse. Yeah. Because the present is now the past, technically. So there's nothing in what's going on in the present slash past that's informing what's going on in the future. It almost makes you feel all pointless. Like, especially considering everything in the flash forward is all William focused. We haven't even seen William since Felicity sent him away. That's a very good point. It's like, why, why even focus so on So it's like, William? how are we even getting to this point? Like, we don't even see him. Yeah. And it's not even like it's. As of right now, there's not even like a inkling that he'll be like the new arrow or something. You know what I mean? Like if it was about him taking up his father's bow and mantle, that'd be different. But they're not even doing that. No. So I'm like It seems like he's following Felicity's route, but even then you don't even see him like training with Felicity. Yeah. Or anything of that sort. Or show them in the present, like, you know, him having more relationship with even, her. Even like the Roy stuff. We don't even see Roy. Where's Roy? They mentioned oh he's not we're not he's not even on the same continent. Yeah. Where the fuck is where, where is he? Um I don't know. Again, I was a big advocate of these flash forwards in the, in the beginning because I thought they were going to take it in a different direction. But as so far, what they've been doing with them, I'm just like this. And especially if this is the last season, I don't like that being like the last taste in your mouth of what this this universe is going to like. You know, part end of me, becoming. I have a feeling because they they announced uh, Crisis on uh, Infinite Earths. I think Arrow's going to get another season. If anything, season eight is probably going to be the last season. That'd be fine too. 
If he dies in Crisis, that'd be kind of epic. Like, replacing Flash, Barry. Mm-hmm. That'd be a noble way to end his character, but... Maybe that's why he's not in the Flash Forwards. <laughs> but with that said, I mean, they had they didn't mention that he was dead. No, they haven't. But with that said, despite all of that, I kind of like what's going on in the present. Like Arrow now, like it's now, it's secret is out. Like now he's like not even wearing a mask when he's in the Green Arrow suit and he's working with the cops and having them s- perform the same role but differently. All that stuff is kind of interesting. It's interesting. I like Vigilante Arrow, though. You have failed this city. Dun, 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 dun. That's my arrow. Yeah, but he can't. I mean, you can't. can't stay- I know he can't keep doing that now because of the story and where it's gone, but that's my preferred arrow style. I liked when he was Batman. <laughs> like, I know it's just a copy of Batman, but I like that. I mean, even Batman worked with Gordon. Yeah, but he wasn't like, I'm Bruce Wayne. And all. No, he <laughs> but he did go, I'm Bruce Wayne, and I've been bankrolling Batman for the last couple years. Yeah, it's like, stupid. <laughs> then you're clearly Batman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now, I'm, now you say that, I mean, you guys are like the same height, same jawline. You, all ha- huh. you, you have Robins, and you adopted like five, you adopted the same amount of kids. Mm. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know the Emiko Queen stuff. How, how did you feel about her as a character and her relationship with Renee and them working together and all that shit? I don't care. <laughs> exactly, I don't care. That's it's too late in the game to be introducing a another uh, sister. Yeah, like we had Thea. Like I don't need another one. Like, <laughs> and funny enough, like like I said, Thea is not even comic book uh, canon. Like she's somebody that made up for the show. Yeah, but we they they built that character up. And we got invested in her. Like her arc from being, you know, her, her his fuck up sister. Yeah, like if anything, if to she, being if, she if maybe she was the new Green Arrow, that'd have been like, oh, okay. Yeah, even that. Anything, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not feeling where Arrow is right now. Just like, oh, now I have a new sister. My father lied to me. Oh, what other lies do they have? Oh, she was raised by herself. Oh, I feel so bad. It's I like, did like that scene though. I like uh, Stephen Amell's acting. Oh yeah, Stephen Amell's great, and he's. He was my uh, fuck, marry, fuck, kill. He was my fuck. So, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to suck that dick. But whoa, whoa. <laughs> in terms of the story, I'm just like. Uh. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> uh, so what would you rate the episode? I think I like this a little bit more than The Flash. High passable. This one, we're the opposite. I mean, <laughs> passable on this one. <laughs> Um. All right, and on the topic of DC, let's keep that DC train rolling. Let's talk about some Young Justice episodes. What, thirteen, twelve, and eleven? Another freak, nightmare monkeys, and true heroes. Yep. I remember what happens in each episode. Another freak was the introduction of Cyborg, right? Uh, I think Cyborg was eleven. I don't know what 
which another freak. Okay. Yeah. That makes another freak. <laughs> the main um, man. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, that was that episode too. So Lobo fighting the new team. Um and at the same time Victor Stone becoming cyborg in this universe. Mm-hmm. Um Hey, I saw your meme, a little Violet. It's like, yeah, she's like She's Kenny. Yeah, she's the Kenny of this universe. She like Oh my god, you killed Violet. She <laughs> dies in like every other every fucking episode. And then funny enough She's the orange hoodie. It's like <laughs> she dies in like the most brutal fucking way. But it's always the thing I surprised. Like, oh my god! I was like, we should get healed, right? So she's good, right? <laughs> but still, it's just like... Yeah, the way Lobo got her... But it's, it's, Get over here! It's like the way it still looks. It's still like fucking brutal. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, fucking Lobo, when she's flying away, yeah. and you think she's getting away, and then like fucking like the, the chain blade comes through her chest. She's like, oh shit! <laughs> and then he drags her to him. So it does make me wonder, like, what exactly... Is there anything she can't come back from? Like maybe decapitation, because then it's revealed that she's a mother box. Yeah, she's not even. Which I was like, I was gonna ask you how you felt about you know, having Muslim rep- representation, because like there was a moment where she has like the uh, hijab, right? That's what's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone goes to take it off of her, and she's like, "No, I, I, I prefer it. Like, I, it feels right." So I thought maybe it was gonna be a thing where eventually she remembers who she was, but then it's revealed that who she was kind of like Swamp Thing. That person died. She's got like residual memories, so that's why she has some of the inclinations that that girl had, like the hijab. But she's not that same person. She's she's half and half, being basically a mother box, like a like a living robot almost. Yeah, she's basically Illyria from Angel. Oh, very good comparison. Uh huh. Fucking Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's not actually Muslim. So I'm like, she's representation. But she remembers. But she's representation in. Aesthetically, aesthetically, but she's not actually from that of that culture anymore. So, how, how do you feel about that? I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily have a problem with it. I'm I don't not, have a problem with it either. I'm not, I'm not, Mus- like, I'm not Muslim, so. But I- if it was a black person, if if it was, if there was no black people in No Justice, right, and there was one black person introduced, but then that black person forgot who they were, so they effectively they they're just like a, a character. They're, they're they're black aesthetically, but other than that, they're not actually black anymore. Would you care? Cause we're not Muslim. So I don't yeah, know. but I feel like that's a little different because what makes a person black? Your skin tone, not necessarily how you act or what you remember. So yeah, but you have earmarks of your culture. But I I'm, guess she kind of does because of the hijab thing. Yeah, because I'm like being Muslim is more. That's a That's not necessarily a like aesthetically. You, you are aesthetically black. So, yeah. well, so I'm talking more about like. I, I mean, I, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I'm just like. I mean, I don't know, like. I guess maybe what are you saying? You want her? You you want to see her like praying on a? No, I'm, I mean I don't have an issue with it. I was curious like what you thought one, but two. If I wonder if Muslim people would be like, oh man, it's not like it, I thought. I had someone was like me, but kind of not because it's not really the same person anymore. But I mean, I mean maybe, but then at the same time, she's like she still said like it feels right, so it's not like oh take this thing off of me. It's like yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. do. So it's like she's still somewhat remembering. Her Islam heritage, and she still wants to honor it. Yeah, based on who this, who the person that she was was. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I know this is an interesting choice. You know, I was, I was all I'm really. I guess I'm getting toward. I guess. Yeah, it's an interesting choice. But it's, I'm interested. Talking about interesting choices, though, I think it's very interesting that literally every black character except it's for Cyborg by, is voiced by Cyborg. Yeah. yeah, but then Cyborg isn't. <laughs> and not even just not even just that, but like Static isn't him either. Yeah, but 
Yeah, and it's like, but most of the extras are mo- yeah, cyber most of the, most of the extras that are black are, Car- are all Kari Payton, and it's like, I get from most most animation they always get the same people to do additional voices, but they make them sound different. Every single voice, I don't think he can do a much different voice. That's what I'm saying. If he can't do it, then get somebody else. Like nothing against Kari Payton, but they all sound like Victor Victor Stone's father sounds just like Black Lightning. Sounds just like Calderon. Sounds just like that fucking football. That, yeah, football guy. Yeah, that football guy. Are you all related? What's the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really change his voice that much. No, he, he might, might raise. He it might. A yeah, bit he might try to raise it or lower it a little bit, but it still sounds like him. Yeah. So it's like I'm like. If you have those characters in the same room at the same time, if they talk to each other at all, can you imagine say, if they have a conversation? Like if Calderon talks to Black Lightning for any length of time? I think they did speak in the beginning for a little bit. You did? I think. I think I they were in remember. the same scene. But I don't I rem- know if they spoke to each other. I don't other. remember. But it was just like. You sound familiar. Yeah. <laughs> you sound familiar. It's like the Spider-Man meme pointing at each other. Yeah, pointing at each other. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, that's why I'm like. Okay, get somebody, get somebody else to do the voice. Mm. Like, even if you don't want to hire somebody else, just get somebody else. Because it sounds... Because now, at this point, it was fine, like, maybe Black Lightning and Calder. Yeah. That was fine. But then they got fucking Victor Stone's father. I can't remember his name. But then they get, then they got him doing the voice of that random football guy. Then they got another voice. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how do you feel about Cyborg, though? Because in this version, it seems like... The father box that helped make is him. affecting him. Yeah, like it takes him over at one, like a couple of times. At one point, I liked in the next episode where they do like a horror. It's like a horror yeah, movie. A horror yeah. movie. Here's Cyborg. <laughs> and I was like, like The Shining featuring yeah, Cyborg. I was like, what, what, is, what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's an interesting take. I don't know what their end game is because I'm like, well, it's already over. It seems like she cleansed him. Yeah, I was like, Cyborg's a hero. So also, like, I didn't understand that. Is that a thing where the mother box and the father box are like antitheses of each other? I guess. Because the mother box came from the new gods. Father box came from dark side. Oh. Okay. So I didn't realize that. So So that's why the father box is like all evil and shit? Yeah. Okay. But I'm not like an expert on mother and father box lore. (laughs) Mm, Okay. But I know that much. All right. Okay. Yeah, because she has to use her mother box powers to cleanse him of his evil father well, she box has stuff. Every fucking power under the sun. She's ridiculously powerful. She, it's like every episode. What can she do? Every episode, she discovers a new rainbow color. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like what can't you do? <laughs> oh, this episode we need a boom box. Okay, I can open a boom box. I can do that too. Oh wow! Yeah. I conveniently stepped into the cyborg plot line. Well, I guess I'll just take cyborg now and add him to our team. <laughs> but they're they're slowly forming the Teen Titans because I like the next episode. Where they go you saw the, the Teen Titans, or kind of. Well, it was the Doom Patrol, but it was the voices of the Teen. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> the Teen Titans go cameo or Easter egg. Or Doom whatever. Patrol go. <laughs> Doom Patrol go. Dude, like we're say it together now. We're all gonna die. <laughs> Whatever that song was. I was like, oh my god, it's such a weird way to incorporate Teen Titans yeah. Go into Young <laughs> but Justice. But it was cool. It was cool. It was very cool. At first I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then funny enough, like Cyber, uh, Beast Boys, because it's not the same voice actor when he's like the Young Justice Beast Boy. But then when he went it's to- not? I don't think so. It's not, they don't sound the same. I think it is the same voice actor. I think he just changes the voice to be more mature. Okay, well, uh, maybe. I can look it up. Let me look it up while you're talking. Because I was like, 
because the voice sound way different. So I was like, oh, so it was it was cool to get the. the no, actor I back. think he's doing what the cyborg voice actor should be doing. <laughs> doing a different voice. Yeah, doing a different voice. Like he changed it to sound like an older Beast Boy. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, you confirmed that. But yeah, it yeah, was cool. Him. It was cool to have them come back for a, a Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol go. I thought that was that was cute. Because because one of because one and of they all the, have the voices of the Teen Titans go people. Yeah, because one of the thing people asked about Young Justice is: Is there going to be like are the Teen Titans characters going to show up like Starfire, Raven? And I guess now that we got Cyborg, maybe that means yes. Eventually, we will get Starfire and Raven. For Young Justice, but then at the same time, you kind of don't want it to the trope. Want it, want to run into the the situation where it's like, well, if you introduce Starfire and Raven, that's all people are gonna want, as opposed to these oh, other the Teen Titans. Yeah, I mean, you effectively have the same setup right now with Beast Boy, Cyborg, uh, Violet, Halo. She's basically Raven, just not you know same power set. I would say she's more Starfire. Okay, yeah. Either way, um, so I guess she's kind of like a stand-in for both. And we even have Tara now. Like, I didn't even realize that Tara was the sister. Yeah, I, I figured that out once they, once she had the rock powers and then her name was Tara. No, when she said Tara, I was like, oh, shit, Tara, Tara? <laughs> like, oh. And and it seems like they're doing the Judas contract. They are. And that, that's, I was going to say that I especially like that episode because it threw me. When they introduced Tara as, uh, I forgot his name, Mag- Magnum, what's, what's his? Geoforce. Geoforce. What's his actual character's name? I don't remember. Prince something. Prince something. <laughs> Whatever. Geoforce. When they introduced his sister as Terra, I was like, oh, is this like a new take on Terra? Maybe they're not going to do go the same route they went with Teen Titans beforehand and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, I thought that. the same thing. Yeah, and then at the end, we see she's calling the, the Slade. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, you got me. <laughs> I thought for sure you were changing the story. So I guess that was on purpose, though. Yeah, I guess that was on purpose. Because, I mean, they changed things up in an effective way. Like, they still, for the most part, try to stay comic accurate, but they change it a little bit to throw you off and i and i like that and granted we're not reviewing one specific episode because three episodes all melded into one so i'm like talking about everything yeah, we're kind of talking about them all but like how dark was that moment where they fucking had orm ocean master about to fucking kill all oh the whole family the whole family and, and the kids like the whole, it was like basically a big birthday party where all the superheroes were just chilling with their wives and children and just the fact that they have tabs on them and then lady shiva came and was like no, this is our nuclear option, and it's like fuck. Like that's that's. But the fact that the, like the villains kept the villain in check and killed Ocean Master unceremoniously, yeah. like just you're dead. <laughs> but like the fact that there that is an option. Like the the villains know, like yeah, we could kill their families, but we know if we do that, we're basically gonna like rile up the yeah gonna, that's what i said the problem the, prob- the, the, the problem heroes. with nu- the problem with nuclear fallout is it or the problem with a nuclear option is the fallout affects everybody yeah it would lionize the heroes it would create like a push to destroy the villains like for for you know permanently like it would completely In- change it, 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 injustice <laughs> yeah it would change the game <laughs> like no nah, we don't want to do that <laughs> we'll keep the option open maybe as a threat yeah 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 i cannot find this fucking... But yeah, but just the fact that they're keeping tabs on him like that, it was just like, fuck. And it was also cool to see that Jonathan is in this universe. Jonathan Kent. He's a baby, but still. So the, so maybe in the future, because you know Young Justice likes to do time skips, they might do a Super Sons. Yeah, it is. It's the same voice actor. Beast Boy. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, Greg Sipes. Yeah, he's also in Young Justice Outsiders. So he just lowered his voice basically to sound like an older, more mature beast boy, which I liked. He sounds, especially since you take out the energy. 
like the youthful energy from Teen Titans Go. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it though. I liked his 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 chill demeanor with the the princess and like, you know. And I'm glad that they're See now we're finally seeing the story. Like we're now we're starting to see the seeds of the dark side storyline coming through with Cranny Goodness. Clearly those good goggles are are like the way and, that they're gonna and, and take control me, of the it whole threw, world. It threw me off a little bit because when I when it was like, oh, such and such, aka Granny Goodness, and she was all sweet and on a doing a talk. I was like, wait, that's not are they changing her origin? Because yeah. I'm like, she's a she's a uh Valkyrie not a Valkyrie, but whatever the fuck. I was like, oh, so maybe Harpy, this, Siren, I don't remember. Yeah, Fury. Fury. Fury I was it. like, okay, oh, maybe this takes place before she gets taken over by dark side but i was like no wasn't she born on apocalypse nah son she's an agent <laughs> and then the fact that they when they did the flip and say oh no she's already on the, the evil team so i was yeah. like oh, okay that was and could, those goggles are going to be like the way to activate the uh what's the thing that dark side's always trying to do uh equation anti-life equation the anti-life equation you can tell i could totally see that happening you know dark side is dark side is it's going to be that thing with the omega symbol Around the whole world, yeah, definitely. I also like the changes they made to the Beast Boys' uh, powers and origin. The Monkey God, yeah, the Monkey God stuff. Like it kind of makes sense. I thought that was weird though. It reminded me like, a lot of uh, oh, Spider-Man. Spider Totem. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I was running me a lot of Spider Man the other. I was like, like but you, you said, but you said you didn't like that stuff. I don't like it because it's for Spider Man. I don't like him having like, oh, he's destined to be Spider Man. But for Beast Boy. It kind of makes sense. And I like that it explains things like, why can he only do animals? You know what I mean? It's like, oh. He got, and especially since he got Miss Martian's blood. Yeah, like alien's blood. Yeah. And it was like, no, that was just like the activating ingredient. But what really gave you your abilities was me. <laughs> and that whole him, like that. I like the entire episode's arc of him, you know, finally coming to terms with himself and be like, no, I'm ready now. I'm ready to be the best beast boy I can be. I was like, ah, I wish I had a fucking mind revelation like that. <laughs> and I also like that you saw you you got the granted it wasn't really him, but you saw Wally. Oh yeah. And somebody was talking about like even it, Wally's death. Even though I don't really remember them interacting that much. Me either. I, when when that part in the episode where they're on like the Star Trek ship and replaying him dying, I was like, was Beast Boy even there? Yeah, that's what I was. Th- I was like, was he even there? I don't think he was. Like, how did he get footage of Young Justice style him dying? Yeah. <laughs> like, was it broadcasted? I don't... <laughs> no, it wasn't. All right, well. And yeah, that's why I was like, I don't remember them really having, them having a relationship that Wally's death affected him that much. Yeah. But I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I liked it too. Uh, so for these three episodes, what would you rate them? I get overall, I give shit a perfect vision. Perfect vision, yeah. Yeah, I'm really digging this series. And now that we're starting to see the stuff that's like actually tying the the events together and like you know now we're seeing where it's going i'm i'm getting more hyped you're seeing superboy and miss martian fucking in the bathroom <laughs> wait fucking in the bathroom remember there was a moment where he was in nothing but boxers and she was in the bathroom and he was like well what are you wearing and she said my necklace or something like that oh oh, oh, oh. and he like did a super jump into the bathroom and closed the door oh yeah i guess i didn't think about that <laughs> I mean, I hope she stays in her human form when they fuck. <laughs> she, she be shapeshifting while they fucking. <laughs> not into her normal form, I hope. With the fuck, not even her white Martian form. I mean, like the. She turns into all of it. The creepy. Her eyebrows are so big and no hair on them is weird. <laughs> she be turning into a fucking dolphin, dragon. Like I want the explanation about why she looks like that. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, she wants to. I don't know. <laughs> but there's no explanation. No, like, there's not. She's just... Uh, is she trying to look more like John Jones? Is she just more comfortable with her Martian heritage now? Is that why? Even know. then, it's like... You, if she was comfortable, she'd be looking like a white Martian. So it's not even that... I don't know. But she is white. Like, she's not even green. Like, she, she was green like, in the first she's episode? She's, like, off green. Is she? In the first episode, she was, like, clearly green. But ever since then, she's just been, like, white looking. Uh, she looks green to me, but not like... Maybe, like, an off not green. Like, like yeah, a, that's all, not, like... greenish white? Not, like, Martian Manhunter green, but she doesn't look, like... She doesn't look white. But that's what I mean. Like, cause clearly she's, you know, alluding to the white Martian heritage. Mm-hmm. But, like, I guess maybe you don't have to talk it... You, like, just, I, just, I just speculated about maybe it's, she's more comfortable. Maybe that's what the, the writers want you to do. Just, like, assume why... And again, they, uh, in- they're introducing more milestone characters. Who else? Uh, Holocaust was in one of the episodes, uh, fighting uh, terror. Wait, what? Holocaust is uh, the leader of the Blood Syndicate. Okay. You don't Over know my head. Yeah, you, know, you know who that is. <laughs> no. Did they <laughs> say it was cool. Holocaust in the episode? Yeah. It was like, uh, Tara versus Holocaust. Oh, shit. I, don't, okay. I was like, oh, shit. Holocaust? That was dark. That's a, that's a deep cut. <laughs> All right. Um and before we begin news of the week, let's jump into uh thoughts on Promised Neverland. feel about Promised Neverland, bro? So yeah, I hadn't seen Promised Neverland, and people were like, oh yeah, I know Michael doesn't like kids because he didn't like Made of the Best. <laughs> Wait, is that what people were saying? You don't I, like kids? That's what somebody <laughs> said in one of, the, one of the emails or reviews. It was like, yeah, I know Michael doesn't like kids, but yeah, uh, j- ch- check out Promised Neverland. It's pretty good. And I was like, <laughs> I'd say I don't like kids. I just don't like fucking Promised Neverland. Clearly you but, hate kids. So, I watched it, and like, just based on like the theme song alone, I was like, "Oh, this is fucking pretty badass." But as I was watching it, just based on the beginning and the cutesy wootsiness of it, I was like, <laughs> But I was like, "Okay, I've seen Madoka Magica. I've seen all these other animes where they start off cutesy wootsy, you know." And plus, I've heard you you talked about it on your review, so I'm like, yeah. "I know it's gonna come." But I'm like, I don't know. Like in the beginning, I just I didn't feel as invested, but then when w- what you said came happened, 
it was as if almost I forgot that you mentioned it because I was just yeah. like, holy fuck. How the hell are they going to survive this shit? And exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, once they got to episode three and they introduced the new the new mom, the the black the black girl. Hey, I was like, oh, black girl anime. That's cool. Doesn't really happen. I'm oh, black people, period. Doesn't happen that often. But then there's that moment where they were playing tag. Bruh. And that bitch was a fucking, t- like, she was a fucking tank. Why is she Usain Bolt? Because <laughs> she's black? Is that why? I was like, bruh. Like, what the fuck? Like, how? How are they going to get out of this shit? Uh, but yeah, I fucking love this show. She's human. She's not having a demon. Yeah, she's human. Yeah. But yeah, I fucking love this show. I really? Be, yeah, I fucking love this show. Wow. I thought I love for sure you'd be like, oh. I love the fuck out of this show. So why do you like this more than, like, Made in the Abyss? I fuck Made in the Abyss. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. Like, what what is it that, about this that draws you that Made in Abyss didn't? Uh, the animation I like better than Made in Abyss. Really? Yes. The animation is beautiful in Made in Abyss. Mm. But okay, all right, okay, interesting. I think it was just like the big eyes and like it just looks. I like more realistic. Oh, you mean the style? Yeah, the style. Okay, that's different. Like the animation. Whatever the word is, yeah, I don't okay. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I think the I'm animation more. Animation how that moves. The style is how it looks. Well, this, then, yeah, the style is what I'm more a fan of okay. than Made in Abyss. And just the fact that, I don't know, this is seems it like, yeah, not even just the mystery, but. I, I don't mean the mystery, but the demons. I mean the mystery of how the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how they're going to get, get how they're going to get out of this. Yeah. Not even just that, because, I mean, there was mystery in Made in Abyss, like what's going on at the bottom of the. Uh, but it was a little bit different because at least. The, the main character girl had the boy as a fallback. Like, he was super powerful. So at least, like, she had a protector element. So it was like, okay, as long as he can keep her safe, there's a way out of this. I don't know about, like, the, the, the best curse and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but at least he can keep her safe. But in this, they got none of that. But I guess you, just could, kids. you could kind of make that argument for this because... The other, the two, the two older ones. They're just they're they're twelve year olds or eleven. They are, but they're also you seen from that third episode. They were good enough to escape Granny Goodness. Yeah, <laughs> but she's, she's just a black. She's like can run fast. Like there's still demons out there. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's true. That's true. <laughs> like, that's like, like, like that, even the, the 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 threat level of them is so much lower than once they get out the that enclosure they're in. And plus, like the three characters, Emma, uh. Norman, Norman. Norman's one of them. And Ray, I think it's Ray. I remember Emma and Norman, but I don't remember the third one. I think it's Ray. I like those characters more than I like the girl and the kid in Made in Abyss. Hmm. Okay, I'll I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And especially fucking uh, the, not not Norman, the white haired kid, the black haired kid. Uh huh. Without him, they'd be super fucked. Like they his, would. his planning and like the way he'll logically go through each of the points and explain to like Emma, for example, like how like what challenges they have to overcome to get. Yeah, because the they they all have their own weakness. And yeah. they mentioned that in like the first episode. Yeah. Even going so far, it'd be like the kids are a hindrance. She's like, don't say that. It's like they are. They are. Like I'm being realistic. And they even and even the 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 black uh the black mom kind of mentioned that she's like. See, this is your weakness because you picked up the other two kids trying to save them. Now you're more tired. Yeah. And now it's more or less a guarantee that I'm going to get you. Mm-hmm. So you basically fucked yourself. Yeah. And then she mentioned Norman's weakness. It's like she studied, she's, she's letting them know she's studying them. 
Yeah. Because she's like, I'm pretty sure you're the, because uh, the, the main mom mentioned, I'm pretty sure those are the kids that saw the the demon. Yeah. I'm just trying to get more or less get confirmation. Introducing the, the black caretaker, I think is good because now we have someone for mom, the main mom, to bounce off of. So now we can get an insight into what she's thinking. Because before that, we just had to be yeah, like, yeah, you don't know anything. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck does she know? And not only that, she she might she potentially provides a threat to the main mom because she's like, I want to be the mom of the house or whatever. And she's I'm crazy. Going, I'm going to I'm going to blackmail her and I'm going to take the kids and I'm going to bounce this little dead doll or whatever. That's what I'm saying. Like that doll yeah, she was talking she's to. Fucking crazy, <laughs> bro. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they make that black chick look mad sinister when she does like her a crazy smile and shit. It's like, yo. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Yeah. But I yeah, I love it. Yeah, and this recent episode I really liked because of the like again, it's just how they break down the problems that they have to overcome and how they can overcome them. So in this episode I really like the element of these kids are a hindrance. There's no way they'll be able to a lot of them aren't even physically active enough to be able to keep up with us if we're escaping mm-hmm. from someone. So how do we and they might not even believe us if we tell them what we know. So how do we get them ready to escape from somewhere without them knowing that they're they're training to escape? Let's play tag, and it makes so much sense. Yeah, that was cool to do that. Yeah, like, and it shows we'll them train, like, we'll train them through tag. Yeah, and you see the kids like putting together like how to like um, hide their footprints, like how to 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 navigate like you know downwind and stuff like that. It's just a really interesting way to like to kind of train a bunch of kids to escape from somewhere that they don't even need to know that they don't even know they need to escape from. That's cool to me. And, like, and again, where's he gonna go? Are these kids gonna die? Like, and yeah, they, how they, are they gonna do and this? they make it like this is one of the things that they talk about. It's like obviously, if this is a farm, that must mean there are other farms and there are other demons. So even if we escape from here, where do we go? Yeah. And it's just like fuck. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah, I want to know like how does it like because obviously it's got to end. So it's like, but how? And then I'm like, yeah. how, and it's probably gonna go on for more than one season. So it's like. I hope it doesn't go on too long. I think a story like this is better if they were able to knock out in one season. I don't. I don't know if that's the case. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. It just feels like 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 Death Note. Like I feel like it's something that's finite. Like have it be short and impactful rather than drag it out. Yeah, if that's like, the case, I want to. Hopefully, like Death Note would be like sixty five episodes. Because like, how many episodes do you think I can even drag? Even out? Even like Full Metal Alchemist, that was one season, but it was like sixty something. Yeah. But I mean, so like, yeah, if they go that route, then yeah, I want then I want it to still, be, I want it to be a lot of episodes, not just be like, oh, it's fifteen episodes, okay, it's over. Oh, so you want it to be longer than like I would say like one season, like twenty four episodes and done. No, like how long do you want them to even not escape yet? Like you know what I mean? Like how long do you want this planning process to be? A couple episodes more max, right? Like how much more prep can they do before they escape? Do you want the entire first season to just be them in this facility and not even escape yet? I mean. May, I don't, it depends on what they do with it because I mean, go it worked for Runaways. That's true. That is true. They didn't run away until the very last episode. That's season. also why I like the the, the series though because it could go anywhere. Like I have no idea where it's going. It could definitely go anywhere. And the and intro was, tells you nothing. Yeah, and then based on the way this the third episode ended, one of the kids might be not, not oh, a traitor. And I don't even think it's a traitor. I just think maybe the mom is just like, yeah, tell me what's going on with the other kids. You could tell. They want you to believe it's yeah, the girl with the glasses. Because I, I don't think it's like, yeah, they want you to believe that, but because they're like, what's the word I'm trying to use? It's a red herring. Not even, that's that wasn't the word I was trying to, but because they're trying to manipulate, that wasn't the word, it, but because they're trying to manipulate you into thinking 
that's the uh that's the that that's the traitor. Yeah. It's definitely not. They gave her like the those moments in anime where you can tell like a, a person with glasses is plotting cuz they'll, they'll hide their entire face in shadow but their glasses, the glasses are mad right. White, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, well, you're up to some shit, aren't you?" But it seems like it's too obvious. Maybe it's somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't I don't think it's necessarily a traitor in the sense like like Alex was the traitor in Runaways the comic. Yeah. Like like I mentioned, it's just Oh, because they're all kids. She's probably just like, yeah, just tell me what's going on with the other kids. And like, yeah, mom, we did this and she did this and we yeah. saw Emma go away here and I don't know where she went. But yeah, exactly. Um, how do you feel about that theme song? That's why I mentioned like the the opening music is fucking great. I love that theme song. Yeah, like goddamn, this is a catchy ass theme. Even the ro- the opening theme to the Roro is pretty pretty, it's pretty catchy. Too, yeah. How do you know? You said you ain't watch it. Well, did you listen to the podcast? I had to find the theme song to put it in the, the podcast. Oh, uh, well, I haven't. Last episode I listened to was Spider Verse. Oh, wow, wow! <laughs> <laughs> I just will you be a fan of us, Michael? <laughs> I just, I just, I'm like halfway through the episode after that, which is uh, Bandersnatch and all that other stuff. But so yeah, I'm you, behind. What would you rate this episode? Or I guess the series so far. I haven't far. even listened to the Patreon. <laughs> wow. Like the Iron Man 3 commentary. I haven't even Stop got telling people yet. this. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what we talked about. Clearly, I was there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what would you rate this? I said perfect. Perfect vision. Oh, perfect for everything? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I give this episode Perfect Vision too. I really enjoyed it. I I, I just want to... And going to the email where they said they like Dororo more than they like Promised Neverland. I'm the opposite. I like Promised Neverland more than I like Dororo. Mm, okay. Interesting. You make me want to will say less now, but... <laughs> I will say we're not really going to do a Dororo review because Jordan hasn't watched it yet. But I will say, because uh, based on what I said last week, I was like, eh, it seems interesting, but I'm not really that much of a fan. I don't know if I'm going to watch it week to week. I watched the third episode, and I'm, I, I, I would say I'm way more invested now that they started going to a little bit more backstory with uh, Hiyakimaru, who's the guy that lost all of his uh, organs. Okay. Now that I've saw his backstory more or less and how he how he uh, gained his powers and you know got an understanding of the world even though he can't really see the world, mm. I'm a little bit I'm I'm a, I'm more invested now. Okay, but I do like Promise Neverland better. I'm gonna check that out for next week then. Before we get jump into news of the week, let's jump real quick into the emails on the topic of uh, Promise Neverland. We got an email from Rory Grace. Here's the mail, it never fails It makes me want to wag my tail When it comes, I want to wail Hey Blurs, my past two emails didn't come through Let's hope this one does, it did Let's talk Neverland I expect Michael to enjoy the series more Because it's psychological suspense slash horror it's yep. one of my favorite reads at the moment, and the first three episodes have been disappointed what is, what me is yet. reading? Exactly. <laughs> Manga? What? Uh, stay nerdy, my blurdy, and let's hope the kids survive. Yeah, that's my thing. Because even with the tone of the show, I'm like, is there going to be body count? Like, is are, are these kids going to be killed off one by one? Is that where this is going to go? Maybe. I mean, we already saw one. We already got one kid dead. Yeah. And this whole thing is like, we're not going to lose one more kid. So I want to see if they do start losing more kids, how she reacts to that. Um, cause not, it's not a realistic goal. It's not at all. Yeah, at all. <laughs> Especially considering not even just the fact what Ray, I think it is Ray, where he brought it and watch it would not watch it not be Ray. Well, Michael's wrong again. But especially considering he brought up not just the fact that we have younger kids that aren't as physically active, but then you also got babies who can't do anything. Yeah, exactly. They, you have to carry them. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And then, like you already sh- saw, based on last week's episode, 
when she was carrying two of the kids, like she was she was hindered. So I don't know. I'm just I just want to see what happens. Same. All right. So next email comes from Diego Bendana. Uh, iTunes really does suck. Hey, Michael and Jordan, I tried to leave my first review for the last podcast and finally realized how the iTunes app can suck ass. Facts. Made it so heart-filled and emotional and shit. Well, now you're going to get the word-down versions since I can't remember it all, and I'm writing this in class. I'm a senior named Diego, and I've been listening to you guys for so long now. Wanted to do this yet, never really knowing what to say. Just wanted to say thank you for making Mondays amazing and actually talking about movies and animes that I care about and introducing me to new ones that I now love. It is amazing how you guys connect with your audience and actually seem to care. I love it. I love how Michael makes dirty jokes and Jordan pretends to not like it. What do you mean pretends? I don't like it. No, he does. <laughs> it's not an act. It's real. It's all a pretend because then he makes his dirty jokes. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, you're rubbing off on me. <laughs> okay, well, almost got caught by my teacher who's too old to realize half the class is asleep. So can't wait to listen next Monday. And I've always wanted to say this. Go beyond plus ultra. Uh, next Monday. We didn't have an episode on Monday. Yeah, sorry, Diego. Because I'm like, when did he leave this? <laughs> we have failed this reviewer. But thanks, Diego. Hopefully you find this episode to your liking as well. Uh, next email comes from Gep Gillis. You got me fucked up. So first things first, five out of five. iTunes is shit, but I've left the review before. Kill you a fan club. Side that. note, I know this has nothing to do with podcasts or geekdom or anything like that, but you know Jesse Smollett from Empire, right? No. The the you you've seen Empire, yeah. But the one the gay the gay brother. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So he's a good singer. Uh, he's in the hospital right now because he got gay bashed. Wait what? In Chicago, by what? MAGA supporters. You say gay bashed? What do you mean like literally assaulted? Yeah. He's in the hospital. Is that what gay bashing means? If you're if you're attacked from being for being gay, yeah. Oh, I like gay bashing was just being like a dick, like insulting somebody. No, 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 gay, gay bash. You're li- physically, you're literally assaulted just on this premise. Wow, of being I didn't gay. know that's where the phrase came from. Okay, that's yeah. fucked up. He's in the hospital right now. Oh my god. Okay, heart goes out to him. For, uh, from yeah, Trump's MAGA supporters. That's what it says in the article. God, make damn America it. great again. It's that damn hat, man. That hat is dividing this country. But anyway, maybe I'll drop a an empire song. I like at the end of the episode in honor of him then God, you're I'll, so beautiful oh yeah that was a good one I, I like the, the a lot of the songs in the Empire uh, where was I Gip Gillis so despite the fact that I like this show and both of you you've got me fucked up let me tell you why you guys watch doo doo or <laughs> what <laughs> You guys watch Doo-Doo or What was Doo-Doo this episode? This is the second time. Uh, doo-doo? Yeah. You guys watch Doo-Doo Oreo and fucking Finding Neverland or whatever, but haven't watched Hunter x Hunter? Jordan, you hate watch 50 episodes of Black Clover, trash. Gone and Killua are the most dynamic duo in Shonen, and Izuku is only able to walk the path of a green hair protag because Gone laid down the foundation. Is that is that new? Hunter x Hunter? No. Yeah. Hunter x Hunter is old. I was like, we don't really review. We haven't. Re- I don't. I like, well, have we? I don't think we've ever reviewed anything that's old. No, but Hunter x Hunter is like a staple of Shonen. Everybody's been telling me to get into Hunter x Hunter. Even I been, This is actually not new. Yeah, it might be a staple, but I don't. We've never reviewed. We review things that are current. Mm. 
We haven't gone back. Like, even Dragon Ball. Like, we never reviewed Dragon Ball Z, but we talk about Super because that is current. Yeah. We talked about King's Gang because that was current. Yeah. Talk yes. about Promise Neverland because that was current. I'm going to take this as an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why. Do yourselves a favor, or since you want to have an animated binge between Goblin Slayer and Game of Thrones, Hive, Akame Got Kill. Oh, it says, wait. Oh, give Akame Got Kill a try. There's blood and death, and maybe even a badass gay character who knows. Who knows? Watch for yourselves. Oh, who knows? Watch for yourselves. But since y'all willing to tag team two shows in a week, here's one for you. Blur watches Hunter x Hunter. Comic Geek watches a comic a kill. Anyways, you're the shit. Keep it up. Peace. Kill you a fan club. I mean, his name is literally basically Hunter x Hunter fan club, so this makes sense. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try and watch some episodes. The problem with Hunter x Hunter, I haven't told this because I I can't get into the beginning of the show. It's not the same show that it is in the beginning as to where it ends up. So I got to just get through, I guess, the first arc. It's like a hunter's You arc. have the patience for that. I don't have the patience for that. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. My patience extended to 13 episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> just to get into it. And I'm spent. I'm still spent from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Our next email comes from... Samuel Smith. Have you still been keeping up with Black Clover now? That you no. <laughs> I told you I wouldn't. I, I'm like after all that. I told you I for, wouldn't for, for what? The, what was the point of that? <laughs> just a sick. I had to know. I had to know if it was fucking as good as people were trying to make it out to be. And there are moments, but like I said, I, I even knew once I finished. I'm like, I only was watching this show because I could keep watching. But like now that I have to wait week to week, I feel like Black Clover. You should only watch it arcs at a time. Not like episode to episode. This is not enough there for me to care about. But it's just my opinion. Uh-huh. Uh, next email comes from Samuel Smith. My motherfucking blurs. What the fuck is up, blurs? Still with the podcast. Still beyond plus ultra. Clear perfect vision. Ten out of ten. Jordan's still my favorite. Michael, shut the fuck up, lol. Oh, he, okay. he he just looked at me and so it's like. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say something. I won't. I won't talk the rest of the podcast. Michael News is gonna be Jordan News. I'll shut, I will shut the fuck up. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. It's my last episode. <laughs> he took it so literal. Can we please abandon Flash and Arrow? We have better things to watch. Well, there you go. <laughs> kind of what we're all expressing. Uh, and you better have watched all of them, Justice Jordan and Michael. You asses. Well, we did. So we're we're winning right now. But I also kind of feel like, and granted, I feel the same way. Like, I, I just mentioned, I'm like CW fatigue. But that's the most consistent thing that we review. If we don't talk about, like, Young Justice and all that other stuff, that's going to be over soon. Like, then what? What, yeah. what do we talk about? We have to find new things? <laughs> what? Or what? I don't know. Uh, da, 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 da. Love the Black Lightning line. Can't handle my Black Lightning. We didn't even talk about that. that oh, was yeah, a we didn't talk line. about that. Yo, someone sent me that line first, and I was like, there's no way that was in the episode. And then when you see the episode, there's so much innuendo in that episode. So it was like, they had, knew. You never had Black Lightning. Yeah, she's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> But yeah, they knew what they were doing because oh, yeah, just sure. like I mentioned before, like Supergirl, I mean Superboy and uh, Megan fucking fucked in the bathroom. Yeah, man, adults, bro. <laughs> we've we've grown up with the characters now. Uh, still have a thousand things I want to talk about, but done for now. Smoke weed, fuck bitches, get money. Mm, I like that. <laughs> nah, I can't smoke weed. I told you this. I get too paranoid. So you can't smoke weed or fuck bitches, so... Yeah, I don't fuck bitches either. So you can get all the money. <laughs> and we're not making any money from... Oh, wow. So, so we, you can't do nothing. Yeah. 
But join our Patreon so we can make money. <laughs> and also, hit hit up some sponsors, guys. I don't know. That's probably our job, but... Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> help, help us. Uh, let's see. Brett Bosa is our next... E- Brett Barbosa is our next email. Been too long. What's up, Blur that, Brothers? That Bosa way, whatever, yeah. on Instagram. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, been telling myself to email for weeks, but I ain't shit. First thing I want to get off my chest is how upset I am for putting off last week's podcast because I wanted to be all caught up for Punisher. Only to find out y'all didn't finish it at that time. We y'all, still didn't. No, we still didn't. Y'all should be caught up by now, right? <coughs> cricket, cricket, cricket. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Two anime? I said this when I invited, uh, I said this when I was invited on the podcast, but, oh, here we go again. But Hunter x Hunter. It's an easy binge and a great story. <sighs> kind of have to. I'm being guilted into it, Michael. So I kind of have to now. You're being guilted into it. <laughs> it's an easy binge and a great story. Awesome characters with a great development and cool fights. How scenes. many episodes? I'm like, I still, I still haven't finished. A lot, like hundreds. Yeah, I still haven't finished fucking Full Metal Alchemist. I think it's over hundred. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. That's not happening. I think Jordan will cry at the end. What? Really? Okay, well. And even a hundred, like, I've only watched 18 episodes of Naruto. Exactly. (laughs) Anywho, stay nerdy, my blurdy. Bosa, a.k.a. Dupla Arms. P.S. will be Patreoning soon. This shutdown need my wallet. This shutdown had my wallet frozen. Oh, you were affected by the shutdown, bro. Sorry Sorry about that. Uh... Fuck Trump. (laughs) Now, now, Michael, we're not a political podcast, okay? (laughs) Aren't we, though? We're fair and balanced, like Fox News. (laughs) Is that how that works? Yep. Um, do we have any other emails? Yep, we have one more from Juan Rojas. Hey, this is so last minute. It really is, but hey, he made it. Why am I always procrastinating on these emails, man? Shaking my head. Anyways, you guys are always great. When can we expect episode two to drop of Power Rangers? Last week when I asked Michael if he finished Seven Deadly Sins, I meant the series, not the movie. Do I ask too many questions? I feel like I do. Do I seem needy? Please say no. <laughs> no, bro, you're not needy at all. Uh, Power Rangers Unworthy Episode 2, actually. I just found out the release date, and it's very appropriate. Uh, we will be revisiting Earth 218 on February 2nd. I mean, no, 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 no. February the 18th. So, 218. Get it? Earth 218, 218? Yeah, I got it. Got, you get it? Because yeah, it's the year. It. And then, but I'm thinking, I was like, I'm like, doesn't something come out on. F- February 18th. That's a Monday. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be. It's President's Day. Um, dang. Oh, he says, Jordan, have you bought PS4 yet? We need a Spider-Man review, son. God of War 2. I'm gonna. I'm like, does anybody care? Does anybody care? The, like, the game. He the, does. Fuck you. He no. just said it. <laughs> like, all the DLCs are out. Like, nobody cares. <laughs> I care. <laughs> I had to spend eleven hundred dollars on the. Uh, so that was he all my say, PS4 money. Uh, say it again. Yeah, that's that's the reason why. But I'm gonna get some money next week for a job I did a while back. So that's gonna be my PS4 fund for next an week. So escort, hopefully, an escort job. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> Sucking dicks in an alleyway. <laughs> he said it. Not me. I didn't say. I didn't say nothing. You heard it here first, guys. He finally got me. Yeah, uh, but I want to do um. I want to I want to play Kingdom Hearts. Like, that's my childhood. Like that's the, that, I'll play that before I'll even play Spider Man. Oh God, my mic fell. When you walk away, you don't hear me say please, oh Kingdom baby. Kingdom Hearts. No, don't touch it. Oh, you bitch. <laughs> oh, let me see the box. You, like, can't no. touch, you can't touch it. You asshole. 
Simple and clean. And I can't even comment on it because I haven't played it. I haven't played it yet because I'm a one gay man. What? <laughs> one game man. Oh, I get it. <laughs> so I still haven't finished Red Dead Redemption two yet which i'm almost done i'm at i'm like from what i can tell based on what i'm playing i'm at the end of chapter six and chapter six is the final chapter mm. and then i heard other people because i posted a thing on instagram because i bought resident evil to the remake and kingdom hearts at the same time and i'm like so many games which one should i play first because you know kingdom hearts is my childhood and i want to play that now but waiting fucking nineteen thousand years for this game but i heard a lot of good things about resident evil 2 so i'm like which one should i play first and i'm also wearing kingdom hearts uh pajama pants and a lot of people made a good point they said you should probably knock out resident evil 2 first because it's quicker this is it like a 20 hour game kind of thing I don't even know if it's that long. Oh, wow. Okay. But yeah, they said Resident Evil is, is quicker. So you should probably just knock that out because you're probably going to be playing Kingdom Hearts like for the rest of your life. So Wow. <laughs> if it's anything like the other two, the first two games, they were, I felt like they were pretty long. Maybe it's because I was younger, but I felt like those games were fucking long I as hell. I would say they're at least 30 to 40 hours. I felt like they were longer. I mean, well, if you do I, all the things. I mean, but maybe maybe not. I'm like, it can't, can't nothing be as long as like Dragon Quest or Witcher. No, oh, shit, it's dumb long. But yeah, so I probably might do that. I'm probably might do Resident Evil 2 first and then go to Kingdom Hearts. Okay, well, Juan finishes off by saying, Dang, you have a lot on your plate right now. And now that I think about it, I'm happy for you that you have so much good things going on in your life. Oh, thanks, man. That's very sweet of you. Does he, though? Ow. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did. You said that. <laughs> uh, anyway, stay nerdy, my blurdy. He's getting rid of me for another Michael. I don't know if that's a good thing. I'm not getting rid of you. He's getting rid of me for another Michael. You're so needy. You see, our, our, our emailer wasn't needy. You are. <laughs> I'm very needy. I'm the youngest of of three boys and three girls, and I'm an actress. Oh, okay. I'm very needy. Explains it all. Well, that's it for email. So with that note, let's get into news of the week with Michael. She's the black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga, but you better not. If he says that shit to you, you his ass on Instagram. Y'all don't want to hand me down. I don't want any gay things. I don't want any It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. Trailer, 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 trailer. Let's talk. It's snowing outside right now. When you when it snows, you need an umbrella. So there's an anime, a show coming out called Umbrella Academy. That was a terrible, terrible thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we're going to make it work. So yeah. I was going to go with it. <laughs> Umbrella Academy. Does anyone wish to speak? It was a monster. Everything about our family is insane. It always has been. Oh, yeah, this. It's very breathy on the bits. Nice to see nothing's changed. I jumped forward and got stuck in the future. Do you know what I found? Absolutely nothing. When's it supposed to happen? In eight days. Oh, shit. There's someone out there who's trying to stop me from preventing the apocalypse. We need the full force of the Academy. Bingo. Yay, sisters. Yay, sisters. Oh. 
We're going. Where? Save the world. Oh, is that all? A uh, show that's like X-Men meets Heroes all into one. Coming to Netflix February 15th. Yep. What did you think of Umbrella Academy? When you originally brought this up in the news, I wasn't interested at all. No, I wasn't interested at all. But seeing this trailer, I'm actually very curious. It does look like you described it as being X-Men plus Heroes, and it very much looks like that, especially with the future timeline element kind of in play there. Yeah, you got the Hero Nakamura character. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it, too. When I first It's a comic, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, when I first talked about it on the podcast, the, 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 the description, I was just like... Yeah, who cares? It just sounds like they're trying to get another like a, a superhero franchise on Netflix, more or less. Yeah. And it sound generic, it sound boring, it sound uninteresting. But then that trailer drop, that's why if you if you cut a good trailer, you can all you can pique somebody's interest, and that's exactly what you did. You cut a good trailer, and now my interest is peaked. So February fifteenth, I'm in. So check out if you haven't seen the trailer for Umbrella Academy, because we're more than likely gonna review it. Um, what else? There's another superhero property coming to Amazon Prime. This one, I know nothing about. I didn't talk about it before. I didn't know it was dropping, but I happened to look at the news, see trailers this week. I saw it was a trailer that dropped. So, The Boys. Hello, I'm Madeline Stilwell, Senior Vice President of Hero Management at Bot International. Our portfolio of superheroes has grown exponentially since our humble beginnings back in 1944. From Soldier Boy to the Seven, we provide the world with the safety, service, and the super it deserves. So no matter where your adventures take you, always remember, Vought is here for you. The Amaz- Boys. Amazon Prime. And basically the description that it says is Amazon has its own quirky ta- take on a superhero series coming up too. It's about a rough looking group of guys who decide to take down a bunch of superheroes who have been taking advantage of their powers for wealth and fame. The show comes out this summer. And yeah, based on what I saw, I mean, it looks interesting, but it looks it looks like a Watchmen take on superheroes. But the fact like the but but the difference is with Watchmen, the only characters that had the only character that had powers was Dr. Manhattan. But with this one, it seems like they all have powers, but it's just more a realistic Almost like a kick-ass. Yeah, I don't know what this is about. Yeah, I don't know what it, I don't. But it's but it looks like it might be cool. It was interesting. I, I didn't even mentioning Watchmen. That's what I thought it was. I thought it was a trailer for Watchmen when I first saw it. Cause you know they are doing that HBO show. Yeah, they are doing the HBO show, yeah. but they haven't released anything. Mm. Yeah, the costumes just look very Watchmen-esque, like the Zack Snyder version. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see what this is about. Hopefully, it's good. Yeah, it's like a Superman plus Captain America amalgam. Yeah, yeah he was like a Captain Super. Captain, or, or Super, Super America. America, Super Captain, uh, Super America, Super America, okay. Super America Man, Super America Man, and not Wonder Woman because she looked like, or she looked like Zeno Wonder Zena, Wonder Wonder Zena, or Zena Woman. 
Wonder Xena was kind of the original costume for Wonder Woman in BVS. It was basically. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, she looks like Xena. Yeah. But then they had to they fixed the colors a, a, only a little bit. They yeah. lightened it a little bit. But then in Wonder Woman, it was all like the original. A little bit. But anyway, uh, next trailer is uh, season six for Agents of Shield. Your job is to put together a team you trust. If you think about everything you're up against all at once, you'll crack. I was there until the very end. I'm glad you got a little time together. We got more than we thought we would. This isn't a job I take lightly. I have to be responsible for everyone. Fitz is frozen out in deep space somewhere. I have not a single doubt you will find him. Sorry, boys. It's ladies' night. We don't know where they're from. They're extremely powerful. From Shield. Never heard of it. I don't remember the theme song. Dun 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 dun. That's Arrow. That's Arrow. Yeah, I, know, that's, I know that's Arrow, but still. Yeah, they didn't really have a theme song. It was kind of like that that lazy intro they always do in shows now, which is like the, the logo comes up. Yeah, the up, logo comes and up. A little bit of a song behind it, but not much. I hate that. I miss theme songs. Remember the 90s? We had awesome theme songs. Dun, 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 dun. Or Angel. Dun, 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 That's my favorite. I love the Angel theme song. I am the sun. I am the air. I am the man. I don't remember the words, but I do remember how it felt. Um, but yeah, for for. Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> Angels of Shield. <laughs> so the theme songs. Uh, yeah, they, I was with this trailer until the last scene where they showed Coulson again. See, even the last scene, I was like, "Oh fuck, what's going on? Are they pulling a Hydra?" I don't like it. I liked the concept of him dying at the end of the last freaking season. Yeah, but you was—he might still be dead. That might not be him. I mean, especially since I hate that too, it's coming man. after Captain Marvel, it's coming after Infinity. Like, he might be a scroll. Oh, I hate that too. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Cheapen his death. Let him just stay dead. But he, is, he might still be dead. It's just a clone or a scroll or. Yeah, it's what cheapens, that cheapens death in comics. Where it's like, oh, it's not really him. It's someone that looks like him. Look, oh. this, isn't, this isn't Peter Parker that's coming what, back. That's exactly yeah. what I'm thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just let him stay dead. <laughs> it's not Peter Parker coming back in Ultimate Spider Man. Especially because the entire beginning of the trailer is like. Asian Coulson is dead. And it's like the aftermath of that, and it felt like there was some actual weight to it, and it'd just be like, nah, this guy looks like him. It was like, nah, come on. Let it, let, let, it, let it settle, you know what I mean? At least, if you're going to do it, don't put it in the trailer, at least. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Let me think he's dead. Is it like Asian Coulson is such a big fan base that they don't think people are going to watch if he's not in it? Or I something? mean, the show started with him. Yeah, but... And it's Clark Gregg. Like, he's very beloved in, like, the Marvel... Yeah. Like people flipped out when they found out he was gonna be back. He was gonna be in Ca- Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, from a marketing standpoint, I wonder how much of a role he even has in that movie. 
think it's like one scene. Probably. Yeah, I don't think he has that much of a role. I don't think so. Because he wasn't. Based on what we saw in like Iron Man, he didn't really have that big of a role in Shield. Yeah. Until Agents of Shield came up, mm-hmm. and he needed to have a big role. Yeah. So I don't know. So yeah, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna give it a chance. Cause I, you know, I like last season. Um, but I don't know. Just the the end of that trailer didn't sit well with me. But but uh, yeah, I I I love the whole trailer. Even that Agent Coulson. What thing. the fuck was that scene? But with that girl and like spikes are like coming out of her chest and shit when she's on the floor or whatever. Like what the fuck was that? I don't. Know. She's Spike Girl. <laughs> it freaked me the fuck out when I saw that. I was like, "What the fuck?" But yeah, I wonder what the th- yeah I wonder what the threat is going to be for this season. I, I don't know. But I know. it was it, the show could have ended. <laughs> it's one of those again. Like you could have ended it there, but okay. But it looks cool. I mean, and it's not because they already they already announced they're going to do a season seven. Wait, another one after this? Yeah. So this this even this isn't the last season? No. But supposedly they're saying Coulson's not going to be in season seven. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I was done, man. <laughs> I mean, depending on if if it's still interesting, I'm because like every season's gotten better. I feel like it's gotten better. Was last season better than the previous season? I really like the the framework. Yeah, I really like the framework, but I also really like. Yeah, when you guys hand, her hands cut off and she that was pretty Yeah. There yeah, were there were some yeah, good moments. I, yeah, I really liked season. season five. Even though at the very end it totally became like a matrix ripoff. <laughs> Wait, what? A matrix ripoff? What do you mean? You didn't see that side by side post I did where there's so many scenes that final battle between Quake and Oh, oh that I, f- I was like, What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. He tries yeah, to like, that. convert people like Agent Smith and shit. Yeah, yeah. It did. Like, what the but fuck? But that was still it was still it was still cool though. Yeah. And having him becoming a bad guy, I thought was a cool arc for that character. It was. Damn it, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> He's always coming, fucking becoming evil. Yeah, hell, man. But speaking of somebody that's evil, that maybe could be good. Who knows? Hmm? Harley Quinn. Oh, God. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, they released like a teaser trailer, if you want to call it that, of Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation Proclamation of Harley. Whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck this title is. Longest title ever. Yeah, of whatever, Harley Quinn. The movie no one asked for. The Fantabulous but Proc, whatever. But damn it, you're going to get it. <laughs> yeah, so basically, it just, yeah, it just looked like they recorded a photo shoot. Of exactly. Costume. That was a cosplay but, photo shoot that someone left the video recorder on. And they also released a, a first look of her and co- and her. She had like a name, a bone name tag. It said Bruce on it. Like Bruce Wayne Bruce? I mean, who else? What other Bruce? Why would she know who Bruce is? Great question. But she knows. <laughs> Just like how she killed Robin, apparently. Wait, what? She killed Robin in this universe. Who said that? That was literally exactly. It's so stupid. <laughs> but yeah, in the in the if you look at her bio in Suicide Squad, uh, it, it lists out that she's the one that killed Robin. The fuck? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yo, Jared Leto's a bitch joker, man. Yeah, like, he didn't even kill Robin. Anyway, <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah, it's it's bullshit. It's a major <laughs> story like plot development that they just never touch on. It's like you hate her then, right? Us as the audience, we should hate her. Not yeah, be like, oh, she's a likable fucking like. No, she's a murderer. <laughs> but whatever. All right, whatever. Yeah, I'm fuck this movie. <laughs> Why does it exist? That's the real question. But yeah, they also released like first looks of uh, Black Canary, all that other stuff. It's like all right. they just look like cosplayers. I don't care about this movie. <laughs> like that teaser is like the like the line between a movie and cosplay. 
It's so close. <laughs> it blurs the line. But yeah, I'm like, fuck this movie. Fucking facts. But yeah, but let's talk about some box office numbers. So even though we weren't that big a fan of Glass, it's still number one. Boo. At the box office. Uh, Aquaman is number three. Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse is still holding on in the top five. So that is great. Broly dropped to number 10. Is it because it um, was leaked online? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> and Escape Room is number nine. So Actually, we're not talking about Broly again, are we? That's not in the news or anything, is it? No. Okay, so I just want to mention it here since we brought it up. I, I still I, haven't seen it yet. Are you? It's on YouTube. I know. The dub. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> but it's it's right there, bro. Just watch it. I haven't seen it yet. You bitch. <laughs> I thought you liked Dragon Ball Super. It came out on YouTube literally yesterday. I, wa- I watched it again. Or I watched half of it again. The, the fight half. I was watching Young Justice. Also, I wasn't wrong. I was it watching Young Justice and Arrow and The Flash and oh, Supergirl. All right, all right good point. <laughs> um, remember how I said like half of the movie was fighting? It literally is. Like Now that I got the time codes, I was like, oh my God, it literally is like over an hour of fight. It's like 45 minutes of talking and then 45 minutes of a solid fight. But I actually appreciate it more now. Rewatching it, I think I see what Akira Toriyama was trying to do with that ending. Because remember how I complained before about not being epic? Mm-hmm. Like it, it felt like the once Gogeta showed up, Bro just got whooped on. Like it wasn't even like a fight anymore and it just felt like he was being overpowered completely. Mm-hmm. I think now, now watching it again, I think the point of that is two things. One, uh, Broly stays in his original like base form with like the yellow eyes, which is a, a new form that Kira Toriyama made that's an illusion to Super Saiyan 4. He's in that form the longest in that fight. He places less emphasis on Broly's legendary Super Saiyan green-haired form. He's only in that form... Uh, toward the very end of the Gogeta fight. And the transition from him being a normal Super Saiyan Broly to the legendary form Broly, it's not a, like a huge like, oh, now I'm transforming the legendary form. It's almost an understatement. And at first I thought that was like a weakness of the film. But watching it again, I think the point of that is, by the time he becomes legendary Super Saiyan Broly, and Gogeta's just whooping on him, I think you're supposed to feel sorry for Broly. Why? Because during the during the fight, a lot there's a lot of cutbacks to the girl Chi-Lai and like another person that helps her, like a friend of hers. And they keep saying, like, we gotta save Broly. If the fight keeps going, Broly's gonna die. And the when I watched it the first time, I remember being like, That what? Why do you think that? Like it's fucking Broly. Just cause this new blue haired Gogeta showed up, you think he's gonna just get his, like, his ass whooped? And he does. But at the time I was like I feel like that was a weakness in the script because I didn't really feel like Broly was getting his ass whooped that bad that they had to go out of their way to be like, if we don't save Broly, he's going to die. But watching it again, I see that the Akira Toriyama was trying to get across that once Gogeta showed up, he was being completely dominated. And you're supposed to feel bad for him because in this movie, they they go out of their way to humanize Broly and show that he's... He's a kind of like a, a byproduct of just being, you know, a Tarzan type, stranded on a on a monster planet his entire life, controlled by his father. He doesn't even really want to fight. He's only there because his father has his father has the vendetta and is like using him like an attack dog. 
So like, in the original movie, Broly's just a force to be reckoned with. He's just a, like a force of nature. And you're not supposed to feel anything for him because he's just a bad guy. He's just rod. But in this, he's almost like a mad dog that Gogeta's going to put down. But Chi-Lai, the girl, knows that there's more to him than just that. Like, Goku, like, Gogeta only sees him as, like, the vicious, like, oh, I'm gonna destroy everything guy. But because he's been humanized, Chi-Lai realizes that there's more to him than that. And I noticed watching it the second time, there's a lot of musical cues that it's not epic anymore. It's more somber. And you're supposed to, like, at some point during the fight, you're supposed to start feeling bad that Broly is just getting his ass whooped. Because it's like, you realize, like, oh, he's just out of his mind. Like, killing him in this moment isn't like, I'm being a bad guy. It's like, you're killing somebody that doesn't even really entirely know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in that way, it's kind of tragic. So when, my, when I first saw it the first time, I interpreted that as not as epic. But watching it again and knowing where it goes, I was like, oh, you're supposed to feel, you're supposed to feel bad for him. So when he gets saved, you feel good. And watching it the second time with that kind of like new lens on it, I appreciated that fight more. And I feel like the reason why he de-emphasized the legendary Super Saiyan form is one to fuck you to the original <laughs> the original Broly. But also, that's not what's important about him. Like, him being the ultimate legendary Super Saiyan, that's not like what makes him him. What makes him him is his heart. So you're supposed to feel like Gogeta is like killing a mad dog when you know that that mad dog has a heart and can be saved if you were just be able to get through to him. So I'm like, oh, okay. I actually appreciate the ending more now. So like, I like it. High more impassable. Not, it's not perfect. But now that I see what Kira was trying to do, I appreciate it. That's my two cents on it. You should watch it. And I want to see what your thoughts I are would, on uh, it. At some point. Yeah. And now that I'm telling you that, watch the ending with that in mind. I want to see if you feel the same way. Heart! Kind of, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Random review. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else? Well, speaking of something that has heart, let's talk about... Darkness. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> you know, the movie that is turning out to be the heart of the DC Universe because it's still making so much money. Aquaman. Aquaman. That ain't no fucking heart. <laughs> yeah, Aquaman has now surpassed The Dark Knight Rises as the highest grossing DC movie ever. 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 It doesn't say what the exact number is, but the Dark it says the Dark Knight Rises made one point zero eight four billion, and Aquaman has surpassed that. So whatever is higher than one point zero eight four billion. Oh, one point zero eight zero nine billion <coughs> is Aquaman. So yeah, that means Aquaman is the best movie of the DC universe because it made so much money, right? No, <laughs> that's not how this works. If that's if that was how it works, then Transformers: The Last Night and movies like that are like amazing bullshit. <laughs> Aquaman wasn't bad, but it's not worthy of like dethroning Dark Knight. No. Well, uh, Jordan, uh, Super Bowl is next week. <laughs> uh, okay. Are you excited? I didn't even know it was next week. <laughs> what feetball? Is that what it's for? <laughs> Well, you know, Super Bowl people. I like. I usually like the Super Bowl because of the commercials. Same. And so, it's been confirmed that uh, Avengers Endgame is getting a TV spot commercial 
for Super Bowl, so more than likely new footage. That's mm. usually what happens at TV spots. Um, the Lion King is getting a TV spot, and Captain Marvel is getting a TV spot. So that's things we got, you know, more things to talk about. Uh, and Toy Story 4, and Aladdin, and Dumbo. God damn. Okay. Basically everything. <laughs> yeah, basically everything. <laughs> and uh, it says Frozen and Star Wars may get trailers. May, but I doubt it. Because mm. I'm like, that'd be a weird place to drop a Star Wars trailer. Granted, it's, it's the Super Bowl. It's a lot of eyes, but at the same time, like, eh, I don't think it's going to happen. Hmm. All right. So, yeah, Captain Marvel, which I'm like, okay, new footage. Maybe. Dumbo, Aladdin, Toy Story 4, Lion King, and Avengers Endgame. I'm more so excited about new footage of Avengers Endgame than anything else. But also, hopefully, hopefully they show what the fucking genie looks like in Aladdin. (laughs) (laughs) And hopefully he's not stupid. Well, speaking of something else that's hopefully not stupid. So... There's some controversy with this next segment, but I want to know what you think about it. But it's also, I think it's good news. I, I made a post I made a post about it on my Instagram page. So, the Oscars are coming up next month. Okay. And with the Oscars, they have always neglected genre movies. Fantasy, sci-fi, horror, anything like that. But not this year. This year... A, mo- uh, a comic book movie has been nominated for the first time in Oscar history for Best Picture. Do you know what that movie is? No. Black Panther. Oh, yeah, okay, yes. <laughs> Black Panther is now the first superhero movie ever to be nominated for Best Picture. Yes. And I say congratulations that we finally, and like now we've finally broken through that wall. Mm-hmm. And it's cool that it's, you know, you know, Black Panther, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But I say, the reason why I said, speaking of something stupid, because people are, some people are upset about this. I've seen a lot of people going like, they're like what, Black yeah. Panther, but not Dark yeah, Knight? Yeah, not the Dark Knight, Whoa! not Avengers Infinity War, Whoa! not all these other movies. These, these deserve it more. Not Suicide Squad? No, nobody said that. Yeah, oh yeah exactly. Or it won. Not Best Picture, but. Yeah, it won for Best Costume, which even then is like stupid. Best Makeup, I think. Oh uh, yeah, Best Makeup, even then, that's still stupid. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I wanted to know, what do you think about the whole Black Panther being nominated for Best Picture? I mean, one, it didn't win. It's just nominated. Yeah. So I don't know why people are freaking the fuck out about a nomination. It's like... Doesn't deserve it. But like, there's a lot of times movies are chosen. I, 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 there are movies on that list I was like, Bohemian Rhapsody? That's on the Best Picture list? Like, even like things like Crash. Like, I don't think Crash is a great movie, but that was... Like, that was nominated. I mean, but to be fair, like, I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody, so I can't comment, so I don't know. I've heard from people that it wasn't that great, so I don't know. But I'm just saying, there's always choices that are on these lists that people don't agree with. But I think it's a clear indicator of what the the toxicity in our fandom is like when every time, no matter what it is, Black Panther is given any kind of accolades for, it's torn down. So this is another example of that. And it's like, again... Maybe if it was if it won Best Picture, your outrage would be it would make more sense. But just to be nominated and to be like it doesn't deserve a nomination. Why doesn't it deserve a nomination? Because you don't think it does? Because the CGI was whack at the end with that one fight scene. You know a movie's more than just one fight scene, right? 
you realize that there's like actual like a, a cultural historical context that makes this movie actually a very important movie for our culture. So it's like I don't understand why you think that because you might not have liked the movie, it's somehow undeserving of just a nomination for best picture. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's just my two take my two cents on it anyway. I I I do kind of wonder what the decision was to make this the first comic book movie to ever be nominated. I think it's context, like in, just in terms of like when Dark Knight was out, comic movies weren't taken seriously. Like over the since the time of Dark Knight, what was that? Ten years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Since since the Dark Knight, comic book movies have become more mainstream. They become undeniable box office successes consistently. Like our our entire culture around how we even perceive comic movies have changed, and maybe it is because this is just you know it's SJW or it's just because of its social justice context. Like you know they want to give it a nod because you know a lot of times Hollywood's very left leaning and they do want to like emphasize the fact that they are oh we're we're progressive and all that crap. That is a thing in Hollywood. But at the same time, to deny that Black Panther isn't a revolution in its own right. I think it's denying reality. Like like it or not, Black Panther broke records. It defied odds. It became huge. It's the and highest grossing domestic box office ever. for last year. Yeah. Is it ever or just last year? Last year. What was bigger? Oh, no. No, ever. Domestic. Domestic. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying like, I don't know. It just, you have to be able to look at it all. And I just be like, oh, but why didn't Dark Knight get it? Why didn't Logan get it? There are reasons. There are other there are, there are other factors involved. Logan, I think that does deserve best picture. Oh yeah, it definitely should. <laughs> I think it did. But, Last year, yeah, and that's part of the reason why I'm like. But maybe because it was attached to the X Men franchise for so long. But that's also part of the reason why I'm like, why now though? Because, and this isn't whether me. This isn't me saying. I think Black Panther is undeniable. But this is, and this isn't me saying that it should or shouldn't get a best picture nomination. But I'm like, well, you do more research into it. Black Panther is now one of three films in Oscar history to get a nomination for Best Picture, but not get a nomination for any other major category in the Oscars. Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Cinematographer, Best Director, Best Screenplay. Those are the, those are the major categories. It didn't get nominated for anything else. It didn't get nominated for anything else. It got nominated for like Best Costume and all the other stuff, but that those aren't considered the major awards. On some of them, it might even just be let's throw them a bone. <laughs> that's why I was let's like, that's why that's why part of me is like, I feel like they're doing that, and I'm like, eh, could be. You, if that was the case, you could have. I feel like you you should have did that with other like more deserving because there was talk about Patrick Stewart getting a Best Supporting Actor for Logan. Yeah, I can see that, but but to, to play this game of like, but then why not this one, like. Yeah, I you get, I get that. that. I get that. You don't want to do like what about isms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What about isms? Yeah, but it's but the- what about this one? Why not that one? What makes this so, one so special? That's why I was like, I'm happy. F- I'm happy that it's fi- it's finally happened. Yeah. So if it wins, I'll listen to the people who are like, fuck that. But just to be nominated, like fuck, man, things get nominated all the time. They're like, why? Like, you know what I mean? But at least this one, there, you can find reasons why. Just the fact that it is that big of a cultural like revolution for cinema. So that that was my only thing. I just not not that talk about whether it deserved the nomination or not. I was just more so thinking, what was I'm just like, what what was the decision behind doing that? Especially consider especially considering it hadn't gotten nominated in any other category. Yeah, 
I'm sure but part yet, of it but is yet, the, It's best picture, but yet you don't nominate the director. Yeah. It's best picture, but none of the actors get nominated. Yeah. It's best picture, Bex. Best picture, but you don't nominate the cinematographer. Like, why is it the best picture? Mm-hmm. I think part of it definitely is. Like, I'm not gonna throw out percentages of how much I think it is, but I think part of it definitely is like, let's throw my bones to shut the fuck up about these comic book movies for a while. You know what I mean? Like, and this one, like you know, Avengers: Infinity War is like a big, you know, lights and show. That's another thing. Like, people are like, well, why are this over Infinity War? Infinity War is a much better picture. I think there's a reason, like, Oscar rules wise. I think I, mean, I read. I think War, I read somewhere. What? Like, in terms of Oscars, I don't. I'm not sure how accurate this is, but Infinity War is a sequel. Mm. Black Panther is a standalone. Like, and I was gonna say that. Yeah, you I didn't know that rule, but and you can't like really do that. For like, I don't know how accurate this is, but I read that someone someone say that. Well, this is why Infinity War didn't get nominated because I don't feel like Infinity War is a complete movie by itself. And that that too, it's yeah. not a complete movie by itself. Black Panther is. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't think Infinity War would get nominated for Best Picture. That's the only reason, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to see. But I, definitely, I don't think it's gonna win. I don't think it's gonna win either. I think it's just to shut people up. <laughs> now, if it wins, then we'll talk about it again because <laughs> the internet will be a fucking shit storm. Oh, it's gonna be a shit storm. It's gonna be a huge shit storm. <laughs> but speaking of uh, something that was causing a shit storm, Black Panther related. So Black Panther are won the SAG award. For like best ensemble cast, mm. I saw Chadwick Boseman's speech. Yeah, so people are upset. I didn't see his speech, but people, are, the the fan community is upset. Why? Because he did not thank Stan Lee during his speech. <laughs> How dare him? At least find any let reason me, to be let mad. Me read, let me read the tweets. Like, come on. <laughs> let me read some of the tweets. You didn't thank Stan Lee. What the fuck? He's talking about black uh, excellence and, and like black young talent. And thank people. you to Stan Lee for creating an amazing character and world in the Marvel Universe. Missed the mark there, Panther, shaking my head. Chadwick Boseman, Ugh. happy for you and the cast, well deserved. But please don't forget to give Stan Lee his due, especially this year. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, man. Somebody else said, no mention of Stan Lee. Why? Just wondering. Because he was talking about Black Panther, not the white guy that made it. Like, can we talk about the fucking <laughs> the black people he in said, it first? <laughs> happy that Black Panther won, but Chadwick Boseman forgot to thank Stan Lee. But I know he didn't. I know he didn't mean to forget about him. But that was a great speech. So I mean, that was at least giving him the benefit of the doubt. I but, felt bad because in the speech you didn't watch it, but it, it didn't even go on long. It was like a four-minute speech or something like that. But mm-hmm. they played the wrap it up music at the end, and he was legit like, "Don't play that music for me." And he kept talking. <laughs> it was like, "Oh man, that's fucked up." Somebody else said, "How do you accept an award for a Marvel movie in 2019 without th- without a thank you to the man behind it? Rest oh, in so peace, Stan Lee. We miss you." Maybe he would have thanked Stan Lee if he didn't get the fucking, like, wrap it up music. You know what I mean? Who knows? Who knows? Somebody else said, you didn't thank Stan Lee? You wouldn't be standing there if it wasn't for Stan Lee. Black Panther was a great comic, but this movie was fair at best. (laughs) It's just any reason to get mad on the internet. (laughs) Like, if it wasn't that, they would have found something else to get mad at. And then somebody else, how do you thank thank Kevin Feige but not Stan Lee and Jack Kirby? Because... Kevin Feige's the one that hired them. <laughs> somebody else. Really an awful move to forget Stan Lee. The cast of Black Panther should have remembered him too. Mm. And those are the most like outrageous and egregious tweets. And it's like, A. Twitter. Can we just talk about how Twitter sucks? Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> A, you're assuming 
he purposely forgot Stan Lee. Like, like you mentioned, maybe he was gonna thank Stan Lee, but he granted I didn't see the speech, but they were trying to get him to go get speech. off get off the stage. So maybe he didn't get a chance get a chance to mention Stan Lee. Yeah. Or also because of that, like you gotta think about these awards. A lot of the times some people you know, people don't expect to win, more or less. So they don't always write speeches beforehand. They always try to come up with their speeches off the top of the dome. So yeah, with that you might forget you might forget to thank certain people, but there's been times that's that Chadwick Bozeman has spoke about Stan Lee at length. The internet doesn't care about that. The internet just wants to be outraged by something. Yeah. So it's like the fucking internet. <laughs> Not you guys, you guys are all cool. <laughs> but the other, the rest of the internet's trash. <laughs> and I guess more or less it's probably coming out because you know he died. He died like last month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get why, but also you know the internet. Let's just find something else to get mad about. It's, this is just their thing to jump on. Like, oh, he's the, he's the Stan Lee. Oh, like, yeah. Because like, even if you mentioned Stanley, oh, you didn't mention Jack Kirby. Exactly. <laughs> like, but yeah, so it's just like, guys, calm the fuck down. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's fucking exactly. It's like Twitter is great, but at the same time. It's fucking terrible. Is it great? Because, I mean, yeah, like, Twitter has helped, like, revolutions, like the Arab Spring and stuff like that. People find their voice, and, you know, it, help connect, it helps connect people that, that are like, like, like-minded. And, you know, like, even this, we're, we're an internet pod, we, you know, an internet show. We can, you know, people talk about all the time, this show's connecting me with other people and yada, yada, yada. Like Jacob says, uh, he mentioned me being me and being whatever. It helped him come wait, out. Wait, 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 we're not Twitter. This is the internet. We're not, we're not Twitter. Yeah, I know, but I'm just, talking I'm just talking about the internet, period. So okay. it's like. No, I feel like Because I, I know you say before, like, I hate the internet. It's like, I mean, it's good and bad. With the internet, but it's just like, yeah. So anyway, I get my point is getting to what I was saying. It's like, yeah, but now it's, but it's also like now that people have a voice, it feels like they could like they use that voice to tear other people down. Yeah, and it's like, and they there's like a joy in it, like that, yeah, and especially, like it. especially when it comes to celebrities, and it's yeah. like, who the fuck are you to tell me what the fuck I can and can can't do with my life? Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's why I'm like. If there ever comes a day where I'm a celebrity, like, obviously, if I do something wrong, yeah, do call me out on it. But then, like, people, like, calling out, like, uh, Omari Hardwick, they're, like, uh, there's an actor, Omari Hardwick, they're, like, chastising him because they think his wife is ugly. It was only, a four, it was only four less than four minutes. That's all the speech was. And they started playing the music on him. Yeah, I think they only give you, like... Maybe like three minutes or f- two minutes for a speech, two and a half minutes. Let this motherfucker talk about black excellence for like three minutes. Like, <laughs> I don't care about that shit. It's a room full of, a room full of white people. <laughs> yeah, you can almost tell he didn't really have a thing planned. No, and if he did, he would have like a spe- th- a thing written down. Like, is he looking at anything? No, but that was that was the thing right there. He said uh, they they answered two questions. Like, did we know that Black Panther was going to be as big as it was? And then he starts talking about like black, young, talented black people and how we never have a chance. We always are the underdogs, never the overdogs. And like, you know, just coming in every day and making their voices heard made such a big difference, blah, blah, blah. But I just want to jump to the part where he gets played off on. We wanted to give and to come to work with every day and to solve problems with this group of people every day with this director. That is something that I wish all actors would get the opportunity to experience. Because you know, black people don't have opportunities like that. No. Because he actually went into that a little bit too where he was like, um, you know, you might be a young, talented uh, black person, but there's so many times where it's like, but we don't have a place for you. You know what I mean? 
But if you're young, talented, and white, you could be almost anything. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, you're saying good shit. <laughs> the question of, you know, there you go. Never laugh. Disrespectful as fuck. We just thought he was like, don't play that music. <laughs> That wasn't a bad ending. But yeah, just the fact that they, they try to play him off, I'm like, come on, let him talk, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, whatever. And I mean, I get it, because at the end of the day, you got to keep the show rolling, because I'm like, if I let him talk, then I got to let the next person talk, because they, they might have won Best Actor or whatever. They want to have them, this might be their first win or whatever, and they want to have enjoy their moment, but then... I think so, I mean, like I get context, it. Though. Like, again, it's about Black Panther. Like, that was a big deal. Yeah, they, don't, they don't care. Yeah, <laughs> But uh, I was going to say something. I don't remember. Oh. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> well, we're almost the, well, we're at the two-hour mark, so we made our promise. But speaking of something else that uh, that's nominated for an Oscar, spite, which some people have argued should have been nominated for Best Picture, it was our number one mo- favorite movie of 2018, mm. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. Was nominated for best animated uh film. Which I feel like not even just for Spider-Verse, but I feel like the best animated film category is a cop out. Either the film was the best an- the best film or it wasn't. Animated or not. Cause there are some there are some times Yeah, but give it to them. Like there are certain years where like an animated film was the best movie of the year. So it should have been nominated for best fucking animated film. As yeah. opposed to like... What's well, kind of a chance to give more... Like Toy Story 3? No, fuck best animated film, best fucking picture. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it gives them a chance to like, you know... Moana, best fucking picture. Nah, I'm okay with it. You get more chances to give more awards out. Best picture awards. Wally, best fucking <laughs> picture. <laughs> yeah, what yeah, I hear I got you. On, What else I got on my show? I hear you, I hear you. The only time it happened was Beauty and the Beast. That was 1993. Oh, the original, yeah, the original. Yeah, the original. Yeah. But yeah, but Spider-Man, it better win. I don't care. I've, it damn well should. Like Incredibles, all of, no. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. Ralph Incredibles breaks, wins, racist. Ralph, yeah, Ralph breaks the internet. Racist. No, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it better win. Uh, what else? Speaking of uh, more Marvel news, so... It's pretty much been confirmed now that Valkyrie is going to be an Avengers Endgame because they released hmm. the Avengers Endgame toy line. Okay. And Valkyrie is in that toy line. And this is what her costume looks like. Even though I'm like, why the fuck do her eyes look like that? Why can't they get eyes right in toys? So this is what she looks like. And that's what her costume is going to be, more than likely. I mean, it's the same costume from Thor Ragnarok, isn't it? It is, but it isn't. It's it's why her hair is different. Her hair is different, and this costume, her costume of Thor Ragnarok, or maybe I'm just colorblind. Wasn't it more silver? I think it was white and gold with a blue cape, right? Let me double check. I can look it up. Was it? But her hair is different. It's like braided. Yeah, her hair is braided. Maybe Korg braided it for her. <laughs> he could have he been. You know, on my planet. <laughs> 
I don't know. I could be wrong, but yeah, it looks a little different. It looks similar to me. Because I'm thinking about the Valkyrie. No. Or maybe it was like her, her costume was like bluish. You're talking about, I'm talking about the end of the movie costume. Oh, wait. Maybe her chest plate's more gold in the that thing you showed me. Because this is her. Looks similar. It looks similar, but well, it's not the same color. Like, brighten your screen. Maybe it's a little bit darker. What the fuck? Oh, there you go. Yeah, because this is like pure white. Let me see. Well, I mean, the toy is, but then look at the the concept art. Sometimes the colors are off in toys. I mean, I don't know, though. Yeah, I don't know. It looks, it looks similar, but not quite. It looks like... um. Like the difference between Thor's costume between Avengers One and Avengers Two, you know what I mean? It's like a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. But the more important thing is just fuck the toy. It's just saying that Valkyrie's gonna be in the movie, so it's, that's cool. She should be. She should be. Fucking yeah. kill off half the characters. She's still around, right? So <laughs> need all the heroes you can get. So yeah, that'd be it'd be cool to see Tessa come back. But speaking of somebody coming back, Zachary Levi saying he's glad that he didn't come back for uh. For the th- for other Thor movies, and he's glad he got killed off because they didn't do shit with his character, and now gave him the opportunity to be Shazam. This is what he says. He's like, when I got cast as Fandral in Thor: The Dark World, though I wasn't able to do it, I knew that the Warriors Three could have been really fun characters if they ever developed them, and they just didn't. They didn't. If Fandral didn't die, I might still be under contract with Marvel, and I never would have been able to get this job. And I say, fuck that. <laughs> this is the coolest thing ever. I'm so happy. And I agree with him because He's I, right. I thought, especially after like Avenger, I mean Thor one, I was like, oh yeah, they're definitely gonna they're definitely gonna elaborate more on the Warriors three. Thor two came and they didn't didn't happen. Thor Ragnarok came and they killed them all instantly. Instantly, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, shit," because the Warriors Three were pretty are cool characters in the comics. Yeah, <laughs> Not in the MCU. even with Lady Sif. It's like, and they, and Thor Two was definitely like that was definitely the place to do it because it took place pretty much all on Asgard for the most part. Yeah, more so that second half, and they didn't do shit with them. Yeah, and so yeah, I agree with them. It's like you had the per, a, per, an opportunity to. Especially if you're going to kill them off in Avengers, I mean, in Thor 3, like, make me care about them. They care so little about them that whenever they kill them off, Thor didn't even bring them up again. <laughs> no, he didn't even, he didn't even, those were supposed to be his best friends. Yeah. What happened to your best friends? Who? Who? <laughs> I don't know who the fuck they are. You mean Captain America? Yeah. It's like, no. I'm like, all right. But, uh, so, I don't know, I don't have a segue. <laughs> But yeah, so Segway. Tired. It's almost four o'clock, and I still haven't slept yet. Was, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna hungry. Get, I'm gonna get like today. four hours of sleep because again, like, I gotta wake up at eight fifteen. So, anyway, I'm so hungry. So they're saying that Deathstroke is gonna be the antagonist, the main antagonist for season two of Titans. Okay. And what about the fucking Trigon? Ex- I was. You just beat me to it. I'm what just like. Fuck? But wait, how, they didn't even solve the Trigon shit. Are they going to pull a Teen Titans where Trigon, like he was like a, a herald of Trigon or whatever? You know I, what hope, I, mean? I hope not. It seems like a weird forced way to do it. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but I'm like, yeah, because especially the way season one ended, 
where it seemed like Nightwing was basically an agent of Trigon, as you mentioned. He lost his humanity and all other bullshit. It's like, okay, and now you're going to the Deathstroke route. And then on top of that, you introduce Superboy and Crypto. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that stinger. There's a lot of things they're doing. Yeah, a lot of like, directions are going. It's too much. It's too much. Finish Trigon first, unless you maybe you say, "Oh, he's out in the wind somewhere," and then I don't know. You go back. You come back to him in season three. I don't know, it's, but that would be stupid because then why introduce him in the first place? Mm, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, Trigon was way too big a villain to introduce this early in the show. I just feel like the, the season one wasn't even a full season. I know like that they might have moved the last episode to the first episode of season two, but like just where the characters end, like end up by the end of the season, it didn't feel like they had a clear direction for where they were going. Did you feel no. like that to you at all? No, and not only that, they didn't feel by the end of the season. I feel like they still weren't weren't a team the Titans. Team. Yeah, they yeah. weren't like a whole a t- official team yet. No, not ah, weird. Poor choices, poor choices. <laughs> Very poor choices. Speaking of something else that might be a poor choice, maybe not. I mean, it depends. We haven't seen it yet. So you talked about Detective... Little. You talked... Shut the fuck up. You talked about Detective Pikachu. you running joke as a little comes out. <laughs> you talked about Detective Pikachu being your number 10 yeah. on your list. Patreon well, episode, check it out. <laughs> it's... Uh, oh yeah, Patreon. I forgot. I was like, yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> We've been talking the entire time. So yeah, we're talking the time. It's all blurring together. <laughs> but this is blurred vision. So there you go. <laughs> but yeah, uh, already before the movies come out, before there's even a Rotten Tomato score, they are already working on a sequel for Detective Pikachu. Man, they always do that. And it's going to be developed by the Twenty Two Jump Street writer. Oh, okay. So prepare for trouble. And make it double. <laughs> Detective Pikachu. Yeah. So, I am i don't know. Maybe I would say, oh, maybe that just means they have faith in the movie. But they, it's like. They did that for Fantastic Four. Yeah, I was going to say they, did that, they had that for Fan Four Stick. Yeah. They had that for The Mummy. Yeah. The, the whack, what, the what's going universe. on with that dark universe, bro? <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about the dark universe next. Really? <laughs> or not next, but we're going to talk about We're going to talk about the dark universe. <laughs> But yeah, so they didn't turn the lights off in that dark universe yet. <laughs> well, the lights were already off, <laughs> but that's turning them on. But yeah, uh, what else? Uh, nah, who cares? I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, but we mentioned Kingdom Hearts yeah. earlier, and uh, their IGN has come out with its official score. Like I said, I haven't uh played it yet myself, but. It's getting pretty good reviews. It has an 8.7 out of 10. Kingdom Hearts 3 is a fulfilling of evolution and resolution of the franchise that shows it's still full of heart. Hmm. So, honestly, even though it's, it's still a pretty high score, but I'm like, eh, it's a little, just tiny, just a tiny bit disappointing. Cause I was I was expecting like a a ten out of ten or a nine really? out of ten. Like God of War, God of War, God of War got a higher score than this. But Kingdom Hearts is like the most convoluted story ever. It, it is. Like <laughs> I was like I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> uh, like uh, that's a pretty good score considering. Yeah, it's, 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 like it's still pretty. But but consider but because uh, and granted, don't take this with oh I'm disappointed. No, I'm not disappointed. But I was I was like considering like I've been waiting 19 years or whatever. I was like I I, I, I was expecting like. Kind of like God of War score. Like God of War got like a nine point five out of ten. 
Yeah, but they had a consistent story throughout. Like this, I'm surprised it got that high of a score just because I'm concerned. Like, I haven't played yet, obviously, but I was concerned. I'm like, am I gonna even understand what the fuck is going on? Since I haven't played any games but Kingdom Hearts one and two. Like, there's been like 20 Kingdom Hearts games. Yeah, been. with like on like Nintendo DS and Dream. Yeah. Like, there's so many like Soras Kingdom, and yeah, Rikus King, running Kingdom around. Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop and Birth by Sleep and all that other yeah. stuff. 20 like, Zimnuses. Now, <laughs> now, it's, now it's all Alpha PlayStation. Like, they released it all out of like Kingdom Hearts 1.5 or whatever. So I have those and I haven't finished those either. So I probably should finish those before I play part three. Mm. I hope I don't have to know that shit, but I'm assuming you're going to have to. It's like kind of. It's yeah, part of the story. To. Like that was one. The Keyblade War and all that shit that wasn't even in the Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 games. Yeah, that was part of the review. Like, you don't necessarily have had to, but you won't appreciate certain moments as much if you don't know. Oh, see, that's bullshit. I mean, I'm being punished for not playing all their stupid ass spinoff games. Yeah, and it's their fault because they didn't release com- the sh- they released the shit on PlayStation. Like, yeah. who the fuck? Which is mad convoluted. Like, it just they just added more convolutions to the story over time. The nobodies and, uh, and the heartlesses and the Zimnus is nobodies and his heartless is nobodies. I don't, I, I don't understand shit. But uh, speaking of another game that got a higher, even higher rated than even Kingdom Hearts. Resident Evil the two, the two. Resident Evil the two, two the the remake, the two <laughs> got a nine point zero on uh, IGN, and they're saying now this is how you remake a classic. Resident Evil two expertly reanimates the horrifying atmosphere and moments of extreme tension that made the original so revered. Hmm. So. I'm excited to play because I remember in 1990. I didn't want like even like I mentioned. I think I mentioned this before. Resident Evil one or two were the only things that really scared me as a child. Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, Child's Play, Lost Boys. None of that shit scared me as a child. But Resident Motherfucking Evil with those fucking one fucking polygon moving zombies like yeah, you, you look weird. at that shit yeah you look at that shit now it's like the fuck <laughs> but you don't know what you don't know i didn't know what great graphics looked like back then because back then those were fucking great that was fucking great graphics Word. that was the pinnacle <laughs> yeah. but now it's like you see the zombie like all pixelated and move it's like, it's like did i have vaseline in my eyes as a child like yeah. I <laughs> but yeah so to see it updated and with with a nine point it makes me excited to want to go back to play it but but it makes me want to ask this question. What game, old game, it doesn't even have to be PlayStation, you can go all back to Atari. <laughs> but what old game would Zone you like to see? What? Zone of the Enders. The fuck is that? Zone of the Enders. The fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, it's a mech game made by Hideo Kojima, the Murder Sod guy. Mm-hmm. Um and they only make two games that I know of, Zone of the Enders one and two. And the action in those games is fun as fuck. It's like an action mech game. It's about a kid. It's like, you know, think Gundam universe, two warring factions or whatever the fuck. And there's like these giant mech suits that are like, I'll, I'll bring up a picture. But it's a kid, he finds, uh, it's called Jehuti, um, and pilots it and ends up fighting this dude that has like a, a dark version of that same mech suit. Like predictive abilities and laser beams and and I love love the Zone of the Enders two theme song. Reaching out to cast the stars to hold it in your hands, wishing for something strong to okay. 
Here, here, hold on. I'm gonna show you a video. Um, oh, here we go. It was like it's like anime. They made it like an like, they even made it kind of like it was an anime, but it wasn't based on anything. You ever seen it? No. It was on PS2. Okay. Super underrated game. I don't know why it didn't blow the fuck up because like the the action in the game is so much fun. They even had like versus modes where you could fight other robots that you could like uh, see in the in the game. But you know how epic. You ever watch Gundam Wing? No. Damn. Okay. Uh, well, Wing Zero, the the Gundam with like the angel wings, mm-hmm. and Epion, the devil Gundam. They kind of like have that kind of uh, rivalry between the main mech and the evil mech called Anubis. And the second game, instead of the kid that finds the robot, it's this older guy who's like a maintenance guy. And he actually gets like shot or something and mortally wounded. And they basically Iron Man him into the mech. So his life his life support is the mech. So he can't leave the he can't leave the suit ever. It's fucking cool. Almost like a Vader. Yeah, yeah, almost like Vader. I love this song. Let me skip forward so you can see the action. That's the gameplay. Now you can teleport, you can like speed dash. They had like circle, like spin slash attacks you could do. Like it was awesome. They had boss battles, like you could fight planes. That's actually the main character from the first game. So there was like a little bit of like a franchise building that was happening. Shayos, he doesn't belong to you. Uh, see, it's the he's all fucked up. See, but see, but see, but no. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, Zone of the Enders. Oh, I would love for that game to be. I, I thought they were gonna make a PS4 version at one point, but I don't think it ever actually happened. Look it up. What about you? Um, there's a couple games that I would love for them to remake with today's graphics. Parasite Eve is like. One like one of the top ones on the list. Have you ever played Parasite Eve? Yeah. PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I would love for them to remake that game with today's graphics. That'd be cool. Like especially in how, like how the beginning came with like all the like all the uh, people in the uh, the theater like started to spontaneous. Did they combust? Yeah, they spontaneously combusted, and seeing the transformations with Eve. Like, that'll look fucking great with today's graphics. And I really like that game. I'm surprised they didn't make more. Like, I know they had a Parasite Eve 2, but then that was it. Like, I thought that should have been an ongoing franchise. Same thing for like, this. Like, I fucking loved that game. So apparently um, they were going to do a Zone of the Enders 3 for the PS3 and Xbox 360, but got canceled. So. He was too busy making that weird fucking baby game, where that fuck shit is he's doing now. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but you know what I'm talking about? That no. game, that Hideo Kojima game where it's like Norman Reedus? Oh, yeah, Norman Reedus, that weird shit. Fucking exactly. You can make that, but not Zone Enders 3. What the fuck is wrong with you, Hideo Kojima? <laughs> um, there's another one. Um, fuck. Um, oh, um, the the Legacy of Kane games. Oh, the Vampire Guy? Yeah. I didn't even play Soul those. Reaver? Like all those Legacy of Kane games, I would like them to redo that. Like, especially, and then not even just redo it. Like, redo it for today's graphics. And on top of that, where the fuck is another game? Like, give me another game. Like this, <laughs> this, the series wasn't over. Yeah. 
Like, give me some fucking more Legacy of Kane games. You would think they would revive that. It seems like a like a Devil May Cry, Castlevania type that they could just. And those back. those games were great. Yeah. Like I fucking love those games. Huh. I'm trying to think of thinking of anything else, but that's the main one. Those are what I, I mean. Think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Oh, Silent Hill. They don't still make Silent Hills anymore. Not that I know of. Oh, I thought they were. That was, they were still making games for that franchise. The last Silent Hill I played was The Room, which is four. Yeah, that was, good, that was a good game. I, I don't think game. I don't think they're still making Silent Hill games. Oh wow. But yeah, that's that's those are the ones I could think of off the top of my head. Uh, anyway, speaking of uh, I just mentioned Resident Evil, and it getting remade and redone. Well, it doesn't stop at the video game franchise with Resident Evil getting remade and redone. It's getting remade into a TV series done by Netflix. Why is everything Arrow? <laughs> That's the only theme song I know. What the fuck? <laughs> but, uh, Resident Evil is getting a live action TV series. A live action TV live series? Live action TV series. It's not attached to the terrible movie franchise, right? No. Thank God. <laughs> okay. All right, then I'm more excited about that. Yeah, hopefully. You, you can make a whole... Honestly, you can make a whole series about Raccoon City. You can. Yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. And hopefully Chris Redfield is in it and you make him gay. <laughs> hopefully Chris Redfield's in it and he punches a boulder. Speaking... That was the best part of fucking uh, Resident Evil... Wow. Five? Yeah, five. That whole Wesker fight was amazing. Yeah, and that, but I was also stupid. Like, I'm no, like, I love that. That quick, I love the campy action matrix boulder, shit. Boulder punch. I'm oh, like, I loved it. Your fucking fist should be broken, bro. Did you, <laughs> like, did you play with somebody when you did that? Like, I, I played nah, that whole game co-op. No, nah, I played. I played it by myself, bro. If you play that game co-op, and I was the Chris Redfield like character, <laughs> my fucking friend was going, "Punch that boulder, save me! Hurry, hurry! Like, oh, I'm punching a boulder!" <laughs> it was so epic. It's like it's one of my favorite moments in video game. I'm like, history. does he have a T virus shit in him? Because that's the only way. Yo, did you see my man's fucking biceps? That's yeah, why. but there's no. I don't give a fuck how big your your fucking arms are. There's no way you're fucking punching a boulder. He was punching zombies and like knocking down like fucking pin like bowling pins. That shit was awesome. You run up and go Falcon punch. <laughs> shit was amazing. I'm like, all right, but yeah. Speaking of that, like. This isn't what I wasn't gonna bring this up, but only because I just said it. There's actually a petition out to make Chris Redfield gay. Why? Because they want to make him gay. He's a gay icon. He's an icon in the gay community, apparently, which I didn't know that. But why? Because there's not there's, Leon. <laughs> no, no, Chris Redfield. There's a and there's a lot of like what? fan fanfic or uh, fan art pictures of Chris Redfield. And who? Either just like either just him and his jock or whatever, or shirtless, or him and Wesker. Wesker? Yeah. <laughs> what? Who's the top and who's the bottom? <laughs> Wesker and Chris. I, I actually saw a porn on Pornhub oh where Chris God. Redfield was getting fucked by Wesker. Oh my God. <laughs> he's the big muscle dude. He's the Hulk. Exactly. So he's the bottom. What? <laughs> But like here's here's one picture right here. It's not NSFF, NSFW. Why? Why is Chris the girl? Wesker's like mad small compared to Chris. Why does he have to be a girl just because he's the bottom? I don't yeah, know him in a jock strap. I don't know how it works. Why though? No, Chris. No. 
I don't yeah, understand the appeal. Of Chris Shirtley. Yeah, he's a gay. Maybe because he's so muscular. Maybe he's a gay that's icon, why. apparently. All right, maybe. I, maybe I get it then. In the white gay community. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. Yeah, there's another one you can see. Oh! I see, I see Chris Bulge. Why? Why <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking, <it>, man? <laughs> Wesker. Another jock strap. <laughs> I guess because he's so muscular. That's got to be it. Like, he's like Thor. And like gay guys, yeah, like more, Thor, more right? or less. Yeah, I guess Leon's not that muscular. No, he's he's more like a what, what's it called in the gay community? An otter. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Chris, why? Michael showed me gay porn. I'm uncomfortable. Help me. Is it gay, is it gay porn? He has clothes on. It's still porn. Barely clothes, but <laughs> it's like softcore porn. Wow. And you know more fuck about gay things than I do. What the fuck is an otter? Isn't that? Oh God, no! Uh, why do I know that you don't? Isn't it an otter like a like if he's like? Here's a, a gif of him kissing Wesker. What's with the Wesker? I don't understand the Wesker thing. I, they want him to be together with Wesker. I don't know. I think gay guys just like pairings with like really evil dudes, like Bakugo and Deku and shit like that. But um, yeah, Bakugo's not evil. But he's like crazy, like you know yeah. what I mean? He's like savage. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um, fuck, I just lost uh, it. Otter. Oh, otter. Yeah. Cause if, You're saying isn't it I just said I don't know what the fuck I'm never What well, is that Well like Chris is like a bear Cause he's so big and muscular And an otter is like the opposite of that It's like you're sleek Right So like Leon would be an otter Right Why the fuck do I know that you don't <laughs> What the fuck <laughs> Breaking news <laughs> uh, Cutting this for the podcast <laughs> I'm kidding Alright well I just showed uh, Jordan Pictures of Chris Redfield dropping his pants. Oh, God. But somebody else decided to drop some things, too. And that's Hulu. What? Decided to drop their prices after I mentioned last week that Netflix decided to raise its prices. So Hulu's like, oh, okay, you want to raise your prices? We're, we're going to drop our basic plan. Oh, the fuck you move. <laughs> which, which still includes, you still get ads, of course, to $6 a month. Which is... $2 cheaper than their original package. Hmm. So it's just a big middle finger to Netflix. Basically. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that too. I'm still keeping the plan I got because I don't want any fucking commercials. <laughs> kind of balances out too if you have both, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, because Hulu is more TV. No, Netflix. no, I mean like if you were paying for both and Netflix went up in price a little bit and Hulu oh, yeah. goes down. Yeah, Hulu goes down. So yeah, it kind of balance, balances out. Balances itself out. Yeah. But, uh... Speaking of something that's not balanced out, because I'm like, why didn't they just do two hours each? Game of Thrones came out with their full episode length list. And as you know, there are only going to be six episodes for this final season. Mm -hmm. And the first two episodes are going to be the straight, normal hour, 60 minutes. Okay. First two episodes. And then the last four are going to be 80 episodes, 80 minutes. <laughs> last four, 80 episodes each. Yeah, no. Awesome. Last four are going to be 80 minutes each. So an hour and a half. I'm not a fan. Ish. I don't like it's it. It's not enough? Is that why? That's not enough. Because I feel like, okay, you're going to do, you're going to make this the last season, which I'm like, I don't think this should be the last season. I think there should be one more season. Really? Yeah. I think there should be one more season. Where else season. there to go? I'll get to it. Okay. But I'm like, and then the fact that. I feel like, if anything, every episode should be at least 80 minutes. I agree. Or every I agree. episode should be two hours long. Especially since you cut the episode length. I mean, but you say should. We gotta see the episodes first. We don't yeah, know. you gotta see the episode. Yeah. But I'm like, how do you solve the... Uh, what's, his, what's his face? 
Because you're you're dealing with Cersei, yeah. you're dealing with the Wall. Then you got to have the Starks get together, like all these connected tissues. And then on top of that, you keep you saying de- the Starks get together. That's gonna happen. But, but not even just that. But then also, how do you deal with uh, what's his face? Yara and uh, Theon, that guy, the, the the oh Theon's evil brother. Yeah, like how you deal with all, like dealing well, with all well, of that. They teamed up with Cersei, right? So they're all one force. But it seemed like he broke off with Cersei. He did. Remember he remember he left or whatever or something. I don't remember. No, no, no. That was remember that was the ruse. Remember he did that. I'm like going to through, make them think. I'm like going through Game of Thrones again, but I'm only on season three. So I no, no. Even... Remember he, like, he left the the meeting or whatever to make it seem like he wasn't on their side, but really he was. That was like part of a plan. I don't know, but even still, yeah. it's like you got to solve. All. It's like it's, I feel like it's a lot of threads. I feel like you that because remember because like remember because remember we mentioned last season. Once they got towards the end of the season, it felt, it felt like rushed. things were yeah, it felt like they were rushing, and I don't want that. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I still feel like they could do it, only because I feel like there's not much more story to tell. The the, the battle between Westeros and uh, the Night King. Like, there's not much there aside from just the battle itself. And it's just hordes of the same type of monster versus the people. Well, there's also a theory that uh, the White Walkers aren't straight evil. This is some, something a friend of mine was telling me. No, no, that's the thing. If they do reveal that like, the Night King's like intelligent and there well, is I mean, like, we, we already know he's intelligent. We've seen him. But like they have the, 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 the zombie, the White Walkers are not intelligent, but the king, the, 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 the Night King and then like his like yeah. the three the three on the right, on I'm the still, horses. Not intelligent, but if they have like if it's not just I'm pure evil. Like, you know what I mean? If there's like an actual character there, maybe it might feel a little bit too rushed because you have to like kind of go into that backstory or stuff like that. But I mean six episodes to basically have a big battle and then a a smaller battle on the side, because I assume Cersei's gonna be the secondary fight. If not join, uh, ultimately joining forces with Daenerys and them, who knows what's going to happen? Like we don't know how it's going to go. I feel like six episodes is enough to tell that story. I think because the thing I read basically saying that like George R R Martin has 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 a theme that he's been trying to tell throughout Game of Thrones that nobody is just straight evil. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's complex. Everybody has shades of gray. But then when you get to the White Walkers, why is it that they seem to be straight evil? That will seem to contradict everything that he's been trying to say with this story, and it's like no. Yeah, and they the have re- been peppering the, the the forest children and stuff like that. And as like, like the they, re- they turned them in the White Walkers. Yeah, and it's like the reason that they seem to be evil, and the reason why they're coming after what because this also was, was the thing of like, well, they've been gone for thousands of years. Why now? And the the theory that I've heard that a friend of mine was telling me, so I might not even be saying it right because it was it's coming. You know, at, what's the word? Third party. Third party. Yeah. Um, is that the reasons that the White Walkers and the humans more or less didn't interact for all this time is because they had a treaty after the war or whatever between the whites and the humans okay. and the, the children of the forest. There was a treaty between the humans and the White Walkers, and that's why uh, What's-His-Face was giving his uh, sons to the whites yeah. so that they can create more white walkers but then eventually that stopped and then on top of that the reason that you think about the wall no human could have possibly built that wall why because the way like the way it's structured it's and like big and- yeah and then on top of that like it's va- like it seems magical oh yeah, yeah and it has magic rooms in it and stuff yeah to keep the whites out who built the wall? The whites built it themselves. So the humans stay on one side, they stay on the other side. And what's been happening in the last couple of years? The wildings, they've been encroaching on the White Walkers' territory. Then you got the, uh, what's his face? I can't think of his name, Crowsters, or what? I think that's 
his name, who stopped uh, giving uh, the, babies. the babies. So it's like you they basically broke the treaty. So you think that's why they're marching? And so now that's why they're marching to go to war because you fucking you broke our treaty. You broke you broke the reason we stopped fighting in the first place. That might make sense. Yeah. So I'm like, that's actually a pretty good theory. So it's like, the, so he's gonna be like, you guys didn't read the fine print of my contract. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, so it's like, no, when they're not really evil, they're just fighting. I mean, but even in Brand's flashback, like they show the white, why I assume was the Night King being created. With the children of the forest shoving that icicle into the dude's chest. Yeah. So, like, it seems like even their creation wasn't, you know, willful. So they might, yeah, they might have, like, a real reason why, like, you know, fuck you guys. Like, <laughs> we're the victims here, not you. So, <laughs> yeah, um, maybe. if that ends up being true, I'm just like, see, now that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> like, and to wrap it up, well, granted, again, right. again, we don't know, but. I'm hoping you're wrong, but you could be right. It's really hard. I, I don't know. It's really hard to tell. They could wrap it up in six episodes, but at the same time, you're right. They could have a lot of loose ends or even just feel rushed. That's my my main concern is feeling rushed. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed, though. Fingers crossed. And if Ari dies, we riot. <laughs> get that on a shirt. Yeah. But something else our fingers are going to be, or my fingers are crossed about, Lin-Manuel Miranda, who is the genius behind Hamilton and uh, Into the Heights. He, you know, the Broadway musical Hamilton? Yeah, yeah. He has uh, now in talks with Disney to bring to life the first Latina princess. And the reason I say fingers crossed on that, because I'm like, well, hopefully they, he does a better job with that with the, um, than the first black princess. Uh, <laughs> and T- Tiana. Tiana. Because, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that movie. But, yeah, Latina princess, yay. That's, that's exciting. So, representation. Cool. Cool. Uh, Ryan Reynolds just came out and confirmed that Deadpool 3 is in development which is uh, different than what he said before because remember he said he didn't want to do a Deadpool 3 he wanted to focus on X-Force yeah. going forward but then X-Force got cancelled because of the whole Fox Disney thing so Deadpool 3 is X-Force <laughs> yeah so and it's looking like instead of doing that now they're just doing Deadpool 3 and he's saying that yeah, Deadpool three is confirmed now. So just make it Deadpool colon X Force done. <laughs> yeah, just call it Deadpool three X Force or yeah, Deadpool just Deadpool, Deadpool X Force. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, we, I mentioned uh, Dark Universe moving forward. Oh right, yeah. well, what the fuck is this about? So the next movie. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> just, oh yeah, the next. They're still doing this. The next movie is gonna be. Uh, Invisible Man, but exciting. It's a movie about a guy we can't see. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna try to. There's. I guess it still takes place in that world, but they're gonna try to Aquaman it by more or less ignoring the mummy stuff. But it's still part of the Con- universe. But it's still part of the universe, more or less. Oh so it's like trying to make the DCEU after Green Lantern, but Green Lantern was canon. They still want to talk about it. <laughs> Kind of, I mean, yeah, kind of, kind of like what the, yeah, kind of like what the DCEU is doing going forward. It's like, yeah, it all still takes place in the universe, but we're not going to mention all that other stuff. We're not going to have Superman and all, and all, and Batman and the Flash and all that going forward. We're going to focus on Harley Quinn and Emancipation Proclamation, Fee Fi Fo Fum, Supergirls and Shazam and yada yada yada. That's stupid, and I hate it. So yeah, it's the, it's the same with Invisible Man. But it's like... Like, the only Invisible Man movie I actually cared about was Hollow Man. But that's because it's a horror movie. 
And this is again mentioned mentioned to the point that I made before. Like everybody's trying to have their MCU. Yep. Especially Paramount. Paramount needs a franchise. Like if Paramount doesn't get a franchise, it's gonna it's, they're gonna go under because they don't really have big movies. Did you see Hollow Man? I, didn't, I did not see Hollow Man. Oh, okay, never mind then. You might like it. You like fucked up shit. <laughs> but yeah, but Johnny Depp was originally supposed to be the Invisible Man, but I guess because of all the stuff that's going on with him and the allegations of like that that uh, that that happened with her and him and Amber Heard, Mara. That I think he she said he used to beat her or something like that. So now he's no longer attached to be the Invisible Man, and probably because of the shit that the Mummy, you know, the box office disaster that the Mummy was. But yeah, guys, get excited. Invisible Man is coming. Yay. <laughs> anyway, final news bit. I already said what the final oh, yeah. <laughs> the final thing for the news is going to be, but you didn't actually hear it. So I'm going to play it, and then Jordan's going to do some lovely thing called editing and play it on the podcast. But this is, this is uh, the Bill Maher thing. Tonight's editorial is about Stan Lee, who, if you missed it, died in November. And a few days later, I posted a blog that was in no way an attack on Mr. Lee, but took the occasion of his death to express my dismay at people who think comic books are literature and superhero movies are great cinema and who in general are stuck in an everlasting childhood. <laughs> Bragging that you're all about the Marvel Universe is like boasting that your mother still pins your mittens to your sleeves. <laughs> You can, if you want, like the exact same things you liked when you were 10. But if you do, you need to grow up. That was the point of my blog. I'm not glad Stan Lee is dead. I'm sad you're alive. <laughs> and by the way, if someone says you're being childish and you react by throwing a tantrum, <laughs> you're not Iron Man. <laughs> Your irony, man. <laughs> well, let me tell you, people were pissed about this post. I wasn't even aware that I had ruffled so many capes. <laughs> <clears throat> Until I saw that 40,000 Twitter followers unfollowed me like that, to which I say good riddance, follow Yogi Bear. <laughs> Director Kevin Smith accused me of taking a shot when no shots are fucking necessary. Except again, my shot wasn't at Stan Lee. It was at, you know, grown men who still dress like kids. <laughs> One comment said that Stan Lee has inspired children to believe in something bigger than them. And then added, congrats, you're a cunt on the same level that Ann Coulter is a cunt. <laughs> Boy, did you pick the wrong night to tune in. <laughs> Other people tweeted things like, I learned about social justice and racial tolerance by reading comic books. Okay, but now you have pubic hair. Read James Baldwin, read Toni Morrison, read Michael Eric Dyson. Even a book as dumb as the Bible gets this. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. 
including my X-Men bed sheets. <laughs> Can we stop pretending that the writing in comic books is so good? Oh, please. Every superhero movie's the same thing. A person who doesn't have powers gets them, has to figure out how they work, and then has to find a glowy thing. <laughs> Justice League, glowy thing. Iron Man, glowy thing. Spider-Man, glowy thing. Captain America, glowy thing. Glowy thing, glowy thing, glowy thing. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a man writing comic books. There is something wrong with adults thinking they're profound. The folks at Stan's company, Team Stan, wrote an open letter to me and said, you have a right to your opinion that comics are childish and unsophisticated. Many said the same about Dickens, Steinbeck, Melville, and even Shakespeare. No, they didn't. <laughs> No, no one ever said that. No one ever said King Lear or Moby Dick was childish and unsophisticated. If you ever read a book without pictures, you'd know that. <laughs> Team Shakespeare should write you an open letter. Yes, Howard the Duck, Hamlet, same diff. <laughs> to thine own self be true, meet Hulk smash. Comics are for kids. That's why they sell them next to the Pokemon cards and not on the aisle with the condoms and the lube. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you're an adult playing with superhero dolls, I'm sorry, I mean collectible action figures, <laughs> why not go all the way and drive to work on a big wheel? Grown-ups these days, they, they cling so desperately to their childhood that when they do attempt to act their age, they have a special word for it now. Adulting. <laughs> hey, world, look at me. I just made my own eye appointment. Hashtag adulting. <laughs> Eating vegetables. Adulting. <laughs> Today, I wiped my own ass. <laughs> I guess I'm turning into my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Marriages have been destroyed because the husbands, adult men, can't stop playing video games. When your wife wants to have sex and you can't come to bed because you're about to level up in Fortnite, don't be surprised when your relationship does this. That was the full Bill Maher video. Oh. Jordan is fuming right now. Oh, I was having a good day. <laughs> did, did I tell you the final thing was going to be a discussion? Oh. So, yeah. I didn't want to talk about it. Fuck him. The end. Like, <laughs> the fuck? He brought... Like, the, his logic doesn't even make sense. Oh, when you're a child, you do childish things. And when you're an adult, you put away childish things. Fuck you. That logic makes no fucking sense. What if you like football when you're a kid? What if you like sports? What if you like science? What if you like anything? Just because you like things as a child does not mean when you grow up, oh, those things, you, you must distance yourself from those things to be a true adult. That is the only way. And then examples he even uses about, like, oh, our, our society is so immature nowadays. We use hashtag adulting to describe adult things. He chose, like, the most, like, ridiculous examples of that. He did. But like, that's what people do, though. But a lot of times it's even used as, like, a, a parody. Like, it's like usually it's they'll like find satire. The most, they'll find the most extreme thing. Or they'll find, or, like, for example, they'll say, oh, reverse racism. And then they'll find one black person that agrees. See, he agrees and he's black. Yeah, it's like, what about the other 100,000 million zillion people no. that say something different? I mean, at one yeah, point. Yeah, then he took pot shots at Kevin Smith. What you guys heard. For calling him out. 
for being an asshole. But then Riley just go, like, and then what makes you so mad is there wasn't a single moment where he was like, you know what, I was being a dick. Of course not. Like, in your own explanation, you he starts with saying, oh, I brought up Stan, I didn't, I, I, I took, I brought up Stan Lee's passing and I used the opportunity to explain why I think uh, comics are childish. Why? Who, that, who, what kind of person that isn't an asshole or a fucking dick like Bill Meyer is would use someone's death as a way to tangentially talk about something that's completely unrelated to that person's death? Which is like, oh, but comics for kids. You're, you're, you're not saying you are, but what you're really doing is belittling the man's legacy. That's what you're doing. You're yeah. like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, Stanley died. It's kind of sad, I guess. But anyway, look at all these fucking man children that still read comics. Isn't that ridiculous? It's like, the man made comics. You're, you're literally belittling the thing he did his own life. Like, for what? It's just... I'm Especially so considering... <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm seeing red. I'm the Flash. <laughs> Especially considering he is an entertainer himself. Yes. What was what, the phrase he used? Uh, From the Bible, when I was a child, I no, thought no, no, I was a child. No, 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 not that. Where he was like... You're not profound. Like you're an adult, but you're not profound. I'm like, that's you, motherfucker. Like you should be able to reflect. Uh, oh no, he, mirror. He, yeah, he was saying something. He said something like, uh, "Moby Dick," and like, uh, "Moby Dick," and like, basically, comics aren't the same as like Shakespeare. Yeah, like, so, somebody comic said, comics aren't profound writing or something like that. Yeah, but but the, he, the phrasing he used was like, "If you're an adult, you're not profound" or something like that. But I'm like, that that explained him. Like he's the type of person that thinks everything he's saying is profound right now. When he is so egotistical that you can't even acknowledge the fact that the things you said were in bad taste, considering that the man you're talking about had died, and you're belittling the thing that made his whole life. Like that's what he prided himself on, and you're gonna belittle the people that found joy in that to the point where. He he admits he lost what forty thousand Twitter followers instantly. But rather than go, wow, maybe I was a dick. Maybe I was a dick. Maybe I deserved to lose those followers. He says, "Good riddance." Like you learn nothing, and you take pride in learning nothing. Like he just wears it as a badge of honor. Like, oh yeah, I'm an adult. Talking about not getting like, nerds, not having sex, and all this other fucking all this shit that you as a nerd we've heard our entire lives. Yeah. All these stereotypes. Like, motherfucker, whose lives that suck your dick, Bill Meyer? You ugly piece of shit. Like, <laughs> most white bread, bland looking dude ever, but somehow you want to talk about us? Like, as, as nerds? Like, fuck out of here. I'm like, eh, he's rich. He's a rich white guy. He, he gets pussy. <laughs> yeah, for that. Not because yeah. of the way you look, not because yeah. of the fucking things you do or say, because no one want to fuck your old asshole self. That's why I was like, I, I used to like Bill Maher a lot. Like, I watch his show like every week. And if I wasn't home, I would DVR it and like listen to him. Smug, yeah. I'm like, ass. why did I ever like? Why did I ever like him? Like, uh, I had blind. I want to punch him in the I had, face. I had blinders on. Like I really like his entire con- like the entire thing he was saying, everything he said. I was just like, I want to punch him in the face. Like so bad. I wish Agni. And also, because part of it is because technically he's attacking us too. Because what are we doing? We're on a comic book nerd podcast. Yeah, but it's just like the the. The smug arrogance of going like, oh, well, I'm not into the thing you're into, so that means that you're immature. It's like, the li- but his whole argument is, oh, because you were a kid and you liked it, obviously it means it's childish. Like, you can like anything as a child. What if a person like Bill Meyer as a child? What if they're 10 years old and like, I like Bill Meyer. Like us. Mar. <laughs> Bill Barr. Whatever. What was it? Mar. Bill Maher. Like, what if it was, like, a, a kid was like, I'm a fan of Bill Maher. 
So then when you get older, he can't be a fan of you anymore because he liked you when he was a kid. You got to grow out of that. Like that, 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 that cutoff line that he made up in his head for like what is considered childish versus what's considered an like, adult thing. And then like just the fact that he's like, oh, comic books aren't profound writing. Like, Let me list off some, some real profound writers. And it's like... You smug bitch. <laughs> More, do you not realize like s- there are some comic books that have like more or less affected how we view a lot of the industry like Frank Miller's The Dark Knight pretty much changed not just how you look at comics but change like novel genre writing and all that stuff period like a lot of stuff changed after like things like Watchmen came out i mean the comic book industry right now is so big like the comic book movies have changed cinema forever that's why we have so many me too mcus popping up that's why like it's it's undeniable just in the box office what kind of cultural revolution it's created but to be so smug and like smelling your own fart so bad that you're like no look at all these idiots i'm the only smart one in the room and they have all the smug like audience members laughing with them it's like this isn't even funny like you're enabling him being an asshole. <laughs> like, yeah. And then part of me is like, I wonder how much of that is real laughter because I'm pretty sure a lot of that audience is watching. When it, it panned that black woman laughing with him, I was like, Yeah. So it makes me wonder how uh, how real is that? Like, how much of that is like real laughter, or how much of that is? Because I've been to like I've been to the View once, and there's a guy like literally his job is to like tell you when oh, to clap. Tell you to laugh yeah. So I don't know how many. I don't know who is there like doing that to get them to go like, Yeah. Woo. But obviously, oh God, the part where he was like going through the different comic movies, like you gotta chase the glory thing, to belittle it to its bare bones, like most tropey tropes, as if all movies don't have tropes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it just makes me so angry. What is a rom com? Boy meets boy meets girl. Boy breaks up with girl. Yeah. They get back together at the end. What's well, a cop drama? Oh, a cop that's usually pushed too far has to find the one Moby Dick uh, case that he's been trying to solve. Like, it's so much. That everything's a trope. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everything's been done. There's always going to be repeating patterns and stuff like that. There's like, what? What's the theory? There's only like five real stories to tell, and it's just, everything's just a variation of those five stories. Mm-hmm. Like, to be so. It, what really kills me is just. Just like Little. <laughs> See? I got you this time. <laughs> I'm becoming Broly. (laughs) Do it, Broly. I don't know. It's I don't know. I just it just kills me how smug he is about it. That's what makes me so mad. Just have the arrogance, the fact that like in the same breath that he's acknowledging the backlash, he's just dismissing it. He's not even giving any credence to it. Oh yeah, I've never heard Bill Maher say, "Oh yeah, okay, I think I fucked up there. Let me let me." You know, but that gets rewarded. Like Trump is like that. Like you never apologize, and yeah. if you never apologize. You're looked at as a stronger person for it. Yeah, you. But are. I think the stronger person is the person that can admit when they're wrong and apologize for it. That's Agreed. But this, come on, man, <laughs> this is ridiculous. But yeah, he's. Definitely... I wish Agni Kai was a real law. <laughs> like I wish you could be like, I challenge you to Agni Kai. You gotta and be a firebender. <laughs> like just, you know what I mean? Like you know how some states have like um. What's it called? Uh, Trial by combat. Kinda. It's like a thing where if you agree, if two parties agree to a fight, like a police officer will watch the fight happen. And they'll, they'll stop it if it goes too far. But they will allow you to fight. That's a thing? It's a thing. It's it's actually legal in some states. What, like Texas? <laughs> probably. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I forget what it's called. It's or like Florida. 
it's like confirmed combat or like requested combat or something like that. It's something like along those lines. But I want that. But it's definitely not in California, which is where he lives. It should it should be cross country. I should be able to issue that challenge from New Jersey, and he has to accept it because <laughs> I would punch a motherfucker in the face. God, he's got a punchable face. Every person in that fucking that 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 uh, panel that panel, I wanted to punch them all. I'm like, how dare you laugh at it? Because by laughing, you're basically co-signing the things he's saying. Mm-hmm. Disrespectful. Just Very disrespectful. Disrespectful. And, and then the fact that. He said what he said in November when Stan Lee first died. But then the fact that he had to double down and be like, no, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to say even more because you guys are proving my point by getting just because oh, you're just because shit. you're upset about it. That's just proving my point. Yeah, When someone calls you a child at those tantrums, you throw a tantrum for it. Well, well, then I guess we can tell who's the fucking child. It's like, no, I'm calling you an asshole. I'm not throwing a tantrum. I'm telling you straight up. But he wants to use that as like the again, dismissing all of the issues that people had. Every complaint levied at him. He's just like, by, by saying that, he wipes it all away. Oh, you're all just throwing tantrums. Like, no. You're an asshole, and we're calling you out for it. You can't accept that? You just, you just Anything that's against what you think, you you interpret that as a tantrum? Who's the real child? <laughs> that's a child's exactly. mentality. <laughs> and it's like, adults go to Disney World, too. So what? They're all... No, they're just man-children. Every single one. If you do anything as an adult, Michael, that you enjoy as a child, you're just indulging in your being a child. You're just overindulging your child your, your childhood. Grow I'm, up. I'm pretty sure he liked telling jokes as a child too. That's where his love for comedy started. Exactly. Grow up. Exactly. That's like that logic. That was the, the we said that that was like the most like like damning thing he could have said. It was like that logic makes zero sense. Zero sense. I like fishing as a kid. Don't fish when you grow up. <laughs> I like basketball. Don't play basketball when you grow up, then. That's for children. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> yeah, me playing video games, right? Even though people people, people have said that, one, maybe not to me, but my brother is, because he's, he's older than that. He's, he's almost in his 50s. He's like 46, and he still loves playing video games, stuff like that, and people still get on him. You're, you're a child, like grow up, and I was, I was for playing video games. But that was just, like that, that boils down to people not being able to respect our differences. Like you know what I mean? Just because you don't want to play child, because you in your mind decided that that was a child thing to do, and that means you just can't touch it ever again. That's on you, bro. Like I, we're different people. Let me live my life. You live yours, but don't judge me for living mine. Yeah, it's like I could call you fucking anal retentive for not playing video games. <laughs> yeah, and it's like just because you have your fun or relax. Or you don't relax. Yeah, mostly that. <laughs> in other ways, maybe you fucking want to walk or yeah. whatever. My way of relaxing, and, and I'm, I'm saying me, but this is my this is my brother's argument. My way of relaxing is playing video games. That's how I, that's how I come you know come down from working all day and all yeah. other stuff. That's how you know some people like to meditate. But, my but meditation that, is video games. How is that? So any well, less, yeah, why is that any less than you going for a walk or or having a beer at a bar? I have, I have, I've known people in my life in my life that have done shit like that where it's like. Oh, you play video games? You read comics? What do you do? Oh, I drink at a bar. I'm sophisticated. Like, what? You're an alcoholic? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, at least my thing isn't causing fucking liver damage or... Yeah. I, but it's just, the, it's the story people tell themselves in their heads, in their heads to justify their decisions and like who they are as a person. And that's Bill Maher. That's completely him. He's just like, no, because I don't live that life. You're, the way you live is wrong. Fuck you. The way you live is wrong, bitch. <laughs> yeah judgmental ass 
fucking dusty ass. <laughs> So that's the, so that's the end of today's episode. We're gonna oh, end wait, on you ended me angry. We're gonna end on dusty ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Broly! <laughs> I, right. But I, I forewarned you. I told you. You did tell me. I didn't. I didn't think I would. I was like, I'm not gonna get mad. Whatever. But I didn't hear that that speech. I didn't hear that monologue until now. So, man, I hate him. <laughs> I hate him so much. <laughs> All right, and we're almost at the three-hour mark, so there you so, go. Yeah, this is Blurred Vision, guys. Hopefully the Patreon episode, my mic was on. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Tune in next time to find yeah, out. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'll drop the episode on Thursday, so I'll drop tomorrow on Wednesday. So. And hopefully my mic, well, I don't know, because I guess, I guess you missed my mic My mic not uh, being on for the beginning of the episode. Where maybe. I did, I did my rap. Maybe. 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 We'll see. We'll <laughs> Cross our fingers. Yeah. But crossing my fingers is a childish thing. I'm oh! I'm wishing, I'm wishing for magic. <laughs> Don't do that. You're yeah, a child. can't do that. All right. On that note, from our fucking rage the fuck out. <laughs> I'm real close. That's been Blood Vision for the week. I've been your host, Jordan, with... Michael. And we will see you next week. Ban Bill Maher! <laughs> Cancel him! <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.
Every night.